This episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast contains opinionated conversation points. It also contains conversation about COVID-19. If you'd like to know more about COVID-19 and the vaccines, please visit cdc.gov. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And in the world of paranormal news and news, Jeff Bezos has spent $42 million building a clock that will outlast civilization. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos spent $42 million on a project to construct a 500-foot-tall mechanical clock designed to last 10,000 years inside a mountain in western Texas. The clock conceived by Danny Hill, is intended to encourage humanity to take a longer-term view of its future. There is no scheduled completion date, but the clock will be open to the public once finished. And other news, which kind of correlates with the episode that Joey and I are about to bring you. Russia, China, Iran, and Saudi Arabia are moving away from the United States dollar. Now we'll get into that when the episode really starts, but that's substantial news that the media is not really talking about. The Indiana Jones trailer, the final trailer before the movie comes out on June 30th, is amazing. I am an Indiana Jones fan. As you guys know, I love Ghostbusters. I talked about Ghostbusters on episodes I dedicated specifically for Ghostbusters. I'm a big Star Wars fan, and I'm an Indiana Jones fan. You know, all the major movies from the 80s and early 90s, I am a fan of, and Indiana Jones is one of them. And someone online brought the complete timeline of the Indiana Jones and the adventure through history. And believe it or not, for some of you that don't know, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was in fact the first movie, even though it came out second. And the time period was 1935, where Professor Jones recovers the Senkara Stones from the Pancot Palace. In 1936, Indian covers the Ark and Covenant in Egypt, which was in 1936, the Ark and the Covenant. In 1938, Sean Connery played Henry Jones, and Jones and his father seeked out the Holy Grail, Henry Jones Jr. and Henry Jones Sr. In 1957, which was a movie that was not particularly liked by Indiana Jones fans, in 1957, Indiana Jones discovers the Crystal Skull and places it back in its alien body. Of course, Shia LaBeouf was in there playing his son. And now this movie, The Dial of Destiny, will take place in 1969, where Indiana Jones works with his goddaughter to find the Dial of Destiny. So if you are an Indiana Jones fan and like archaeological things of science fiction, like we like archaeological things, me and Joey, this is the movie for you. And the last piece of news, which dives into a popular Super Nintendo NES Nintendo character, the iconic Mario Brother movie, has hit the 
theaters and is doing very well as per IGN. Not only did Super Mario Brothers movie win the global weekend box office with an estimated $368 million, but it has officially had the biggest worldwide opening ever for an animated film. I remember seeing the Mario Brother movie when I was a kid, of course, with John Lucasano, and I'm sorry I don't have the other actor's name who unfortunately passed away. He was in um, the Roger Rabbit movie, um, but that movie I remember seeing as a kid. It was so bad, it was good, and now with this movie coming out, it kind of just gives you that nostalgia, so I'm definitely going to go see that. I still have to see John Wick 4, which I heard was outrageously good, one of the best action movies ever, and of course, I cover things paranormal and conspiracies and things like that, but I like to throw in this type of stuff too. Occasionally, you hear me throw in some video game news and things like that, but to get into this episode, we're going to be covering a conspiracy. A conspiracy that I kind of touched on on other episodes. One thing is the media not reporting certain things that they should in fact be reporting. Things that they drag on about which they shouldn't really be dragging on about. And some other crazy things that are going on that is not a coincidence. And I've done things that are not coincidence like the egg conspiracy that I did couple episodes back and joey and i joey will be on momentarily we'll cover as best we can to give you some news that you're not hearing from major news outlets maybe a few and reasons why we're hearing things on instagram and is it factual is it really factual or is it just something that people are putting on their instagram uh, page to gain fame so me and joey will be covering that so i'd like to take a momentary pause to bring on joey aiella to the say what again billy podcast Everybody, welcome back. Joey Ayala. Joey, welcome back to the show, buddy. Well, thank you for having me, Billy. I'm glad to be back. So we got a lot to touch on today, and um, we're keeping it non-paranormal for now. In a few weeks, just to give everybody a heads up, Joey's going to do his very first real paranormal talk with me. <laughs> we discussed this the other night. I was surprised to get that phone call from you. Yeah, yeah. I saw two missed calls. I had my phone on Do Not Disturb, and I was like, uh-oh. I called you back and and uh, I was surprised by that. You know, give a little give a little uh, a little glimpse of what we're going to touch on. Um, so I was in the car, and there's a show that me and my wife like to watch on uh, on Netflix. And I have like the whole Netflix set up on my navigation screen in the car. So we watched we watch a show called The Y Files, mm -hmm. and um, I said, "Oh, this this looks pretty interesting." The Shadow People. I was like, "What is this?" She's like, "You haven't heard of the Shadow People?" I was like, "No, I don't." Oh, the shadow people are. And so we clicked on it. She's like, we're watching that. So she, we clicked on it. She started watching it. And then she starts like, I have to keep, I have to, I kept having to pause the episode because she kept interrupting, telling me about what it was. I'm like, okay, are we going to watch it or what? So long story short, she had like an experience. So she wants to join us and jump in on the podcast to talk about the shadow people and I maybe sort of pseudo had a dream that could have been interpreted as, you know, maybe I saw a shadow person. Pseudo equals kudos, man. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to we're going to get into it. So you there's some new stuff that I found out about the shadow. people. You, you, so. You've been on my podcast quite a few times now. Right. Yeah. And, you know, last week we were touching base on I was like, yeah, we'll go visit Florida. I'm, we'll go, you know, go see Robert the doll. And you're like, nah, nah, I'm not I'm not going to see Robert. you're on your own. And. 
And now we're talking about it. So yeah, yeah. that's, that's going to be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to that episode because you said shadow people and I had you on the phone for like 20 minutes with your wife in the background. Like, <laughs> like, she kept chiming in. I was like, did you watch The Nightmare? And she's like, I saw it. I saw it. Do you end up watching it or no? No, not yet. No. You have to watch that. We haven't you found have... it yet. Like I know it used to be on Netflix. I got to I gotta see where I can find if it. If you, you know, everybody's TV is like an internet thing now. If you go type in The Nightmare, it will pop up. You might have to pay for it. Rent for like, like on Amazon or something. Free, yeah, for, but yeah. It, is, it is on there. So today, though, we're going to be covering something that falls into the category of conspiracies. And I've touched on it in episodes, but this is the stuff that, that's going on, especially in the last two months, is really mind-blowing. And what made me do this episode is what you sent me a couple of days ago, and that was with the um, founder and CEO of Cash App. That he was stabbed and killed in San Francisco. Right. And people were like, well, and I, and I posted it earlier this morning and a couple of people were like, it doesn't surprise me. It's San Francisco. You know, San Francisco, as far as crime, is up there with Chicago and New York City. Right. And certain parts of Detroit, which Detroit's been unrecognizable for years now. And... People on one of the comments was something like, oh, it doesn't surprise me, you know, it's San Francisco. The thing that people don't understand is you have a one in 200 chance, one in 100 chance of getting mugged. And this guy, the creator of the cash app was a billionaire. Yeah, he was a billionaire. It was the person that got stabbed. That's not random. That's not a coincidence. It's it's targeted. It feels like it's targeted anyway. Yeah. And. For certain, yeah, there's elements of the story. Like he was out late at night. It was like what two in the morning, and looked pretty vi- pretty bright in was it? the video. I don't I don't know the exact time because it may have been inside this happened, but it looked like it was bright. You know, usually when it's nighttime, you could see that even though it's surveillance footage, you could tell it's like nighttime. This this video that I saw because crazy enough, TMZ who has no shame they got, in, they in got my opinion. Video. They got a hold of the video and they posted it on Facebook. Oh, and, you know. So, so there's like some miss. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's so one one uh, news article I read was that he, it, he was out late at night. Like they kind of spun it like he was up to no good. I got to try to find it again. But yeah, sure. If you're out late, uh, you have a, a higher risk of mortality, especially if you're out and about. You know, doing you know pseudo illegal things or illegal things. Let's be frank. Frank. Um, so. If he was out late, it makes sense that, yeah, maybe it wasn't targeted. But if it was in the middle of the day, I mean, I'm trying to see if I can look something up right now to um, find what time of day this happened. So I'm going on, I'm scrolling through the Facebook page of TMZ right now, trying to go back to that post because they had a picture of it. And I didn't click the link because I don't like seeing videos like that because it could happen to anybody. And I'm not, and I don't like seeing things that are morbid, you know, like, right. The unfortunate events of the Tennessee shooter, which I don't even want to touch that, but there's a story behind that that people strayed away from. But um, it was at 2:35 a.m., so it was at night. It was at night. Yeah. So, the, so I was wrong. The video did look pretty. Like I'm trying to scroll to it right now and find it on here because it was a couple of days ago now. It might have been a video of where the location was, like during the day, but it happened that night. It says yeah. here. So, regardless of that. I thought it was during the day, but uh, it it wasn't random. 
You know, he, uh, he, in my opinion, of course, if you're a high profile person like that and you're out late, they're just waiting for you to slip up. If, if, if someone's trying to get you for whatever reason. And, uh, and why were you out late? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me given San Francisco's MO. Like there's people that try to protect the reputation of San Francisco. It was a good area from what I heard. Really? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to the bank at two and two 30 in the morning. No, unless it's an emergency. And from now, you know, you got your phone yeah, could do we live things. In the Bronx. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> your credit card is, you know, I wouldn't do that. And the reputation of San Francisco and some of these places, unfortunately, one side of, of politics tells them, tells that there's a reason that it is. And the other side of politics tries to defend that it's not. I right. saw Gavin Newsom saying that all the crime that's that's high are in states that are red you know and unfortunately it's the news and politics pins one side against the other but that's not factually true what he said because those states may be red but what's the city that has a certain mayor of a certain political party is where the most crime is coming out new york city the five boroughs brooklyn queens staten island bronx and manhattan the crime rate is astronomical and it picked up and spiked up more from around the start two, of the pandemic yeah around it was bad in 2016 granted but when the pandemic hit there was a whole bunch of things that basically made crime spike and i think around the pandemic or a little before the pandemic they pushed the bail reform which was i don't know how they thought this was a good idea because it literally caters to criminals criminals can now go out and do whatever they want because you go back into the early 90s, if you robbed someone, you were in jail and you were in jail for weeks or a week. And then you had someone post bail for you to get you out and you had a court date. Now you can go commit a crime and you will be out the next day. Now, I'm a fill. I'm not going to get into it. I'm affiliated with police work. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I talk to police officers because of the affiliation I have with some of the police work that I do. And... People that shoot people now can get out the next day or that night because no, it's crazy to me because it's it's considered if you shoot someone attempted murder or you know uh I forgot the classification but it's not like it's not like you oh you didn't shoot him and fatally wound him you just harmed him so it's like a battery it's just, oh I see it's like a ba- it's a you know assault and battery and the you, lesser charge it's so a lesser charge I'm so like how is that you know what I'm saying bit. like so. Not even on bail. What you're saying is they're just letting you out. There's people that are desperate for money. You know, everybody struggles. But the criminals that have ill intent and they're just really bad people now know that, hey, I can do this and I'm going to get out of jail and then I can hightail it to another town. So I don't know how bail reform was a good thing, but it was implemented into a lot of cities that are ran by a certain political party. And when you try to argue it, it's like it, are, it it brings everybody into a clash when it really shouldn't. And now I'm starting to see after COVID that there's stores putting up signs. And I think even Mayor Adams in New York said this. Don't allow people in stores now without with, 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 with masks. masks. Yeah. Like take them off because you're having trouble identifying well, people that commit people the are. crimes. Like – you didn't see this happening during COVID? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I did. I'm like, it's... But now, all of a sudden, it's a problem. Because we're post-COVID now. So, like, or to a degree, right? It's an endemic, not a pandemic anymore. So, 
now it's okay to tell people not wear their masks. You, you don't want to be mistaken for a criminal. That that was more or less what he said. You know, yeah. don't be mistaken for a criminal. Take your mask off when you're going into a store. So now the reason I brought all this up is San Francisco, the crime is high. The homeless population is high. And they're trying to kind of play this off as it was a unprovoked attack. Now, I didn't know the owner or founder was of, of the Cash App. You sent me this. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know his name. I didn't know anything about him until I started looking at him up. But there's no way that that was just a random attack. Because besides from this, of the founder and creator of the Cash App, there's been other millionaires getting killed mysteriously, dying. And crypto billionaires, yeah, specifically. Crypto billionaires, which falling out like. <laughs> which is crazy because. You know, crypto is what people say can be the next good currency. And right now we're getting into an issue where our currency is being compromised. Right. We have Iran, Saudi Arabia, Russia, and China, right? Getting away from the United States currency. India now too. India too. And I thought Japan. I thought I saw Japan somewhere in there as well, but that would be kind of fishy because they're heavily allied with us. Right, right. But people don't understand. And that's the basis of this episode, it's not being talked about. It's only certain news outlets and certain people affiliated. And I'm going to reiterate this. I don't like to get political because it has no place for my podcast. I don't want someone to say, oh, he said this, so he must be on this side. And oh, he said this and he must be on that. No, it's because it's affiliated with this episode and I'm talking the facts because of the episode. But there's news outlets that are not reporting this stuff yeah. at all. And you got to go to like certain people who, ironically or unfortunately, fall on one side of politics that are reporting this stuff. And it's literally going on because Google, which I kind of lost trust with, and Twitter and Facebook, if you go on Google and say, hey, is this happening? They will tell you, yeah, it's happening. But why isn't the news reporting it? Right. You know, it's... Something is going on. It's like a setup to something major. Something that always makes me kind of revert back to an episode that I did about the Denver, Colorado airport. Mm. Because even though people say that that whole conspiracy is debunked, everything that I watched in a video years ago and then did an episode kind of currently is almost like happening. Right. Are you familiar by any chance with the Denver, Colorado? I am. Airport? I actually just watched um, an episode. Of, he just came out with it, the Y Files. He actually just did a current episode. I, I follow that on, page, but I yeah, clicked yeah. on it on YouTube, and I was like, I follow him. Yeah. I just you know, he, he just did an episode on the. Uh, it the, was. It was like Denver four airport. episodes. Ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, not all of it's debunked. Actually, there it there's a lot there's a lot of like underground tunnel passageways that lead to like government bunkers. It's like actually been confirmed that these these miles of tunnels exist um in case of some kind of nuclear disaster there's you know there's a bunker i forget the name of it but there's a bunker in colorado that leads to the airport like underground um i'm guessing it, pipes it, on it, it pipes in the creates bunkers. like safe passageway to the bunker from the airport in, in case they can't travel on, on pipes land. in the bunkers underground that construction workers once they're affidavit affidavit that they signed or their disclosure 
ended legally, they were able to talk about. And they said these pipes in these tunnels and in these rooms that can house, from what they say, tons of people. They're saying that those pipes are not for water. They're for a gas mm. or an oxygen. The fences in that airport are turned into the airport, not out, which means that you They're can- trying to stop people from getting, getting out. Getting out, okay. That they had a state-of-the-art airport already there, tore it down to build this one. The runways form a certain symbol in a shape that's not really liked, which mm. I won't say. Just think of Germany and Indiana Jones and how many times he's fought these people. <laughs> if you want, you know. Um, the artwork was the most compelling. Yeah, that's creepy. And the artists that they chose to... And they try to debunk it and the artists were like, oh, I'm expressing this and that and my heritage and... But it's uh, it's ominous, you know, like like doomsday artwork all over the airport. There was, is... I believe, eight to ten murals, something to that extent. When these conspiracy videos started coming out on YouTube before YouTube became where you really can't say certain things now, people say YouTube is oh, you could say this, you could no, no it's no. not true. Okay, we'll, taken we'll down get real back. Quick. Yeah, we'll we'll get back to a little bit of COVID stuff, you know, a little later. Um, but before the Denver, Colorado. Th things you can actually say now about the pandemic are acceptable on certain platforms when if like six, seven months back they weren't, or a year back they yeah. weren't. Like you'd pay your page would get banned. Yeah. You can't say you yeah. Well we'll get into that, but <laughs> the murals, there was like I think ten or eight. And when the YouTube video first hit, people were watching it. And it brought this speculation. And people started saying, Well, two two or three of the murals we're like, really like, you know, why why do you have this in an airport? One of them depicted a man in a gas mask with a hat. He had a, a sword on his side, which I think was like a rapier sword. It was called like uh, that type of sword, a rapier. It's actually called that. And some kind of military-esque weapon. And there was fire in the background and he was killing kids. One mural depicted kids dead. And then yeah, so. the the end the end mural depicted the NWO, a new world order, a tree that was bloomed, and just basically a good life, which it depicted the end game of the new world order, the one world order. Like everything was nice, there was no more, you know, disease. People lived longer, but you had to f go through hell to get this end game, which was world peace. And what we're seeing in the last few years is literally what was in these murals. Think about COVID, right? These, these murals had soldiers with masks on. Right. People dying. There was fire and chaos in the background. It, and during it, it depicted like plague and yeah, fire. During and, COVID, yeah. we had death. People were dying. That, in the beginning, I worked at a hospital. And I would be, I'll be the first person, because my opinion on COVID now is drastically changed. But in the beginning, people I saw firsthand, body bags and tr freezer trucks, because I worked at a hospital in the Bronx. And at the time, I saw it. I was like, this is fucking crazy, you know? This is happening. It was, it, it's happening. And then, you know, now we'll get to that later, but my opinions completely changed. It was real for a two, three month span. It was like any other disease that comes out. Right. And eventually your immune system 
got used to it, which I said a while back, like eventually we're going to get immune to it through natural immunity. Mm-hmm. Like the common cold wasn't common when it first hit. It was deadly. It's still it's still not pretty common. There's still variants yeah. going around. Yeah. But, you know, the, the cold was something eons ago, whenever right. it came out, that killed people. People but now got, you could take medicine for it. Yeah, and, you could take you know, medicine take or just battle through it. Three days, you're done. You get the sniffles, you get a cough, you feel like shit, you can still get by and then you're, you're, done, you're done with right. it. You know what I mean? And three months COVID to me was bad. And then it kind of like, all right, it's overkill now. I, and I still can't go to the gym. I still got to wear this mask. And they said in the beginning that masks and all that shit, like, uh, we don't know. We don't know. Just do it. Just in case. Just do it. And now look what it turns out to be. I feel like it's still like that. But no, there's actually new case studies out that show that there's no real like efficacy use to to masks. Unless you had a certain type of mask. Right, right. Which a friend of mine who works from Milwaukee says- And in the beginning, they were telling us, just wear a handkerchief. You know, anything is acceptable, you know? Just to cover, you know, to stop the spread of the sneeze, which I I understand. Yeah, it could stop a full-blown sneeze, but whatever. My friend from Milwaukee, my friend who is on the podcast, he says that he used to sell- all types of stuff from Milwaukee. And he um, he basically said that the K95 mask, one of those little filters, mm-hmm. the lifespan for those masks were like 20 minutes. So you had it on for 20 minutes. That's it. The filter stopped working. So now it's useless. Nah. You know what I mean? So like these masks were, you know, whatever. But in the beginning, COVID was, was bad. And then it got a little overkill. And what I'm trying to get at is those murals depicted disease and plague. And then chaos, like there was fire in the background and, and soldiers and shit like that. Now, during COVID, eventually towards the actual beginning of summer, we had the unfortunate events with George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And then there was what? Riots and so- and cops storming the street. And then what happened? People started going against the cops and the cops were like the target. And then the there mass was, protests. Yeah. Then we had like army units come in and, and things like that. And then we had the January 6th incident. And- Everything that was kind of depicted in these murals, at some point from 2020 to right now, what's going on is literally like kind of coming true. Yeah, it's very it's eerie. It's, eerie. Sim- it's very eerily similar to those murals and everything that was depicted in it. And now we have billionaires affiliated with cryptocurrency randomly dying. Now we talked about one, the Cash App founder. Do you have more that you'd like to care to share? Yeah, the uh, the Cash App founder. Um, that it's an interesting story because so now if you're keeping up with cryptocurrency and you're keeping up with what's going on with the U.S. dollar inflation, um, you know that the the government came out with something recently called the Fed Now, which is like the Federal Reserve's version of cryptocurrency. Now it's not. It's not distinctly readily available now. I haven't read too much on it. Uh, I read a small article. There's not too much information out there on the Fed now, how it's going to work, how it's going to be implemented, if if paper money is actually going to go away or be side by side this with is, the Fed now. This is per Tulsi Jabbard, mm-hmm. who was ran for president twice as a Democrat, recently changed parties. Ex-military, she was in the army. Um, she had my vote. I liked her and she's hot. <laughs> Sorry, babe, but yeah, I'm just, you know, she's very, very she's attractive, attractive for, for a politician. And she's got this like storm thing going on. She got black hair with a white streak in it. I don't know if it's strategically placed or just, I haven't seen it. yeah, you know what I'm talking about? 
You got to Google a picture. Tulsi, T-U-L-S-I, G-A-B-B-A-R-D. She's like, she can interrogate me for espionage <laughs> any day. Anyways, from, from, from her, this is what you're talking about. The United States federal government has just begun implementing a centralized digital currency project titled CBDC. Yeah, CBDC. To bring about a cashless society where every transaction we make is tracked, monitored, and controlled, thus undermining our autonomy. I, autonomy. Autonomy. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm bad at pronouncing <laughs> it. So thank you. You're here, Joe. Autonomy and freedom. To protect our freedom, we must all stand together in rejecting this effort to institute a digital cashless society. Now, that's crazy. Correlates to why cryptocurrency is going, because so, cryptocurrency is essentially your money planted somewhere else where you can use the crypto to purchase things. And there's some countries and some places that take crypto. Right. And, you know, I guess the government really can't touch it because it's in a different type of currency. So, like, you know kind of odd that these cryptocurrency people are just dropping dead. Yeah. And another reason this is bad. I mean, there's, there's, you could go on to say that these cryptocurrency people are dropping dead because there's some news that came out the other day that literally it was something like 95% of people who have crypto didn't pay taxes in 2020. Yeah. So, and there's billions of dollars floating around in the crypto world. And the IRS and, can't touch them. And the IRS can't touch them. And, and then they're ending up yeah. dead. Another reason this is bad. And I, have, not, I and have crypto. I haven't made any sales sh- yet. I can't lose you right now. <laughs> can't. With this podcast is going too good, Joe. But yeah, I might get a hit job on me after airing this episode where my podcast completely taken down. So just crypto is doing well right now. Let me yeah. Tell you. But let me tell you this. Another reason this is bad is just look what happened during COVID, right? Now we're going to touch on COVID. So at the beginning of this episode, you heard the whole... This episode contains opinionated conversation and conversation about COVID-19. If you'd like to know more about COVID-19, go to cdc.gov to get information about COVID-19 and the COVID vaccines. Yes, I had to do it at the beginning of the episode. So it is known to people and people that, I guess, monetize my podcast. It's opinionated and we have protected by the First Amendment that we can have freedom of speech because during COVID, there was doctors... With a fucking degree on the wall, right? My wife has her biochemistry degree on the wall. She's proud of it. So she can actually get into a conversation about biochemistry. But we have certain doctors that were literally giving their information during COVID and getting shut down. Their Twitter page, their Facebook page, their YouTube page, right? I mean, uh, Dr. Kamalprit Singh tweeted this. He tweeted... And now Elon Musk owns Twitter. So he tweeted this on March 29, 2023. Thank you, YouTube, for permanently deleting my YouTube channel, which was grounded in peer-reviewed science. I exposed the reason for sudden cardiac arrests, blood clots, strokes, and cancers. You're ashamed. Your policies violate the right to free speech. Disgusting and criminal. Now, YouTube's rebuttal to that is we don't allow things that can cause, you know, fighting and controversy. And ironically enough, when Elon Musk took over Twitter and said, I'm going to allow you to speak freely, people had a problem with that. They literally got brainwashed into believing that you're not allowed to speak. And YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook at the time of COVID were guilty of suppressing multitude of news that was reputable. 
Yeah. From the mask thing, which Fauci himself said in the beginning, he's a flip-flopper. Yeah, you wear masks, that's no good. You wear a mask, it is good. And the vaccines won't be mandatory, but we suggest that you do it. And then it ended up being mandatory. And now it's like, oh, you don't have to get the vaccine. Because ironically, there's leaks from a company and a news group called Project Versitas, Mm. which has an unorthodox method to reporting stuff, but they do it. And then the media tries to, to like say, well, that was an unthought unthor- unthor- and that was fake right, right. until they caught the guy from Pfizer. Was that, that the, the dude with the glasses? He was, um, he, was a, he was a Pfizer executive. I don't yeah. know what, what he they did caught this Pfizer. dude and he was spazzing out in this restaurant. You can't do that. You can't add this. You can't record that. You that you. How could you do that? Broke their cameras. And Broke. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> tried to. And it was aired and it was filmed. And then, of course, the news, what the news do. All right. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, you can't do that. And this, this and that. And. And all well, mainstream media didn't even really report on. No, it they didn't. All. I mean, but, but you found out through other social media outlets and right. things like that. And, and then, you know, what happened was Pfizer the very next day, what'd they do? They released a statement, which basically in the fine print said, yeah, we are kind of bio and biochemically engineering a deadlier virus. Right. They, they gain released, research. released a statement. Confirming that this group did, in fact, get valuable information, right? And the media just was like, no, we're not going to report it. And who else lied of the gain in function? Like, literally lied. And nothing's happening, right? Fauci said some shit, lied it. He literally lied under oath in court, which is supposed to be... It's a, a congressional hearing, but yeah, basically. He, but you lie. He under lied under oath, oath, yeah. Which is punishable by, by jail. Yeah. And he's somewhere, I need masks and I need, get the shot. <laughs> While Pfizer is, you know, putting, you know, dude, it's. They're still, they're still building cases against them. And people want to know why I'm rambling else. on. It's because this episode's premise is on things that the news is not reporting. Hence the, the title, The Distraction. They're not reporting stuff, and you're hearing it from me, Joey. You're hearing it from other Instagram pages, and there's people out there that don't know how to really look up this con- the the information. I had a conversation. Right, your content is based on your algorithm, and if you're actively looking for alternative stories, which if you're someone who's an intellect and you want to know the world news, you have to understand that throughout history the media has been biased towards it's been partisan it, you can't sit, you can't sit here and say throughout history that the that the media has, has always been you know bipartisan it's it's not it's no. it's very partisan it, it was it was a little if, bit if you better follow, than what it is today though. yeah for sure I mean, today is the the line is drawn clear like if you follow newsback newsmax if you follow fox it's like you're republican if you follow or conservative yeah or conservative or if you follow um you know, CBS, CNN, all the other mainstream news sources, which there are more of on the, the left side. It seems. There's a lot more. Yeah. So um, you you can tell that the news is very partisan because they'll they'll not talk about they'll not talk about the opposing party in a favorable light either side. Right. Um, uh, uh, well, CNN, which I was surprised is passed last week. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they'll throw you like, actually a had a like, oh, lawyer man. from. CNN talking about what Trump just went through. And he was like, yeah, these, these people have nothing. Like, yeah. this is literally like, there's nothing. It's 34 indictments of the same thing rewritten in different language. And it's like, this is from CNN. And like, you could see some of the news anchors just like, I can't believe he just said that. 
Right. Like, I, I think that most Americans now or at the point is wh whatever side you lie on, they're embarrassed about what's going on in this country. It's the first time in history that a president has ever been indicted. And people are, they, they're embarrassed. They feel like the, the United States is the laughing stock of the world, even more so now than it ever has been before. This guy, listen, and I'm making right? this clear. We're the, we're the richest, most powerful nation in the world. And we're battling we're, one person with the best military, right? Yeah. We're battling one person since 2016. Do you realize one of the main things that they, they spent two years investigating him? The Mueller report, right? Mm -hmm. From a, for colluding with Russia. And it turns out via, t via Twitter, when Elon took it over, and even a little before that, that the Steele dossier thing mm -hmm. was actually funded by Hillary Clinton and one of her people. So this guy was telling you that this was bullshit from the start. You spent our taxpaying money and it came out that, yeah, it was a lie. Mm. And and nothing happened. But they're going after this dude, Trump. Now, I'll make it very clear. I said it to Joey before. I was going to vote Gerard. Tusli Gerard. If I'm pronouncing her name right. Sorry. Twice I was going to vote for her. Because I liked that she was military. I liked that her, her policies. Stuff like that. Mm. Ultimately, she got screwed by her own party. Even Bernie Sanders got screwed. Yeah. You realize that? That Bernie Sanders got screwed by his own party. Bernie was definitely a better candidate than Joe Biden. Yes. Let's be real. Like, Joe like, doesn't, well, Joe doesn't know where really he is old. one time. They're, they're, they're both old, but it, it, in terms of like cognitive ability, there's no, like Bernie is way more on par than, yeah. than but Joe. It's just crazy that a lot of the stuff that he said, even though people there's a lot of people that don't like him, a lot of the stuff that they tried to say about him he said was bullshit. And years later, like things with COVID came out to be true. Like, hey, he said this was not true and it came out to be true. And you know what? The media has done such a good job that even though the truth and facts are coming out, people don't believe it. I have a conversation. I won't name the person. I was getting into like heated arguments about COVID and certain things. And I was like, you know, I'm not even going to talk about it no more because I don't want a friendship to dwindle because of of COVID and fucking politics. Right. But like everything I was telling him came true. And then like this part of me that I, that just wants to say like, I told you this was going to happen. It happened. I told you this was going to happen. It happened. Now, do you believe anything I said? Or, you know, do you want to admit maybe you're wrong? Can we have a mutual discussion? Like, right. And you can't do that because the media, like you said, it just they perpetuate what they want you to hear, what they want you to see. And there's stuff going on right now that it's been happening and the media failed to report it. But you had to go to like those right wing conservative people to hear what's going on. And then on the way here, you were telling me about, hey, the China Taiwan thing and the, the relations with China. It's pretty bad. Like shit's hitting the fan. And now they're kind of reporting it because, hey, we, we might have to because shit's going to happen. Right. Especially and, when China's like making statements and you can't avoid it. Yeah. And, you know, everyone said, oh, this guy's going to get us into World War Three, And look what's happening. Right. China, China's already saying, Xi Jinping already said that he's preparing his soldiers for war. They had this very like big public. I don't think it's going to be with the U.S. Soldiers. I think it's going to be with Taiwan. But let's be real. Like if you go to war with Taiwan, you're going to war with the U.S. and every other ally. Is Taiwan part of NATO? Um, no, I don't believe so. So then there's nothing NATO can do. No, but I feel like the there's so much money in Taiwan, especially with the chips and what they do technologically for the, for the entire world. 
Of, of course, China wants that to be part of their empire. See, but everyone's afraid of nuclear. And I, I kind of first thing I said to you on the car right here is like, you know, if they shoot a missile, they can kind of detect it because it wouldn't reach by the time it gets, you know, to Italy or Afghanistan, you know, United States will pick up something's flying our way. But then you were like, you know what? It's not going to go nuclear. And then I was like, it makes sense. You know how much I was saying in the car to you, how much stuff China makes for us. Everything, you could turn anything, you could turn anything over and, and it says, it made, says in made in China. If they say, well, you're helping Taiwan out, well, we're not giving you nothing no more. We're not making anything for you no more. So everyone who loves Jordans, you're fucked. <laughs> you, you know, you ain't getting Jordans no more. You, you're not getting chips. You're not getting uh, certain containers. You're not, you know, it's, the U.S. is going to have to be forced to kind of do what certain other person wanted to do is start opening things here and manufacturing things here right. as it should be because you know before all this chaos that that went on we are supposed to be the greatest nation in the world we got away from industry really and became these you know just merchants will just pu push and click buttons all day and and that's the, our form of income you know and they, you look at you mentioned detroit earlier um the reason why Detroit is dead is because the auto industry in the United States is dead. People started going to cars alternatively that other countries were making, and no one really buys American cars anymore. There's no there's no market for it. You know, you you're driving on the road, you could see Toyota, you could see Acura, you could see Honda, you could see you know every other Hyundai, Hyundai, every representation of car besides you know american cars you'll see a ford here and there police cars use american cars for the most part i've seen some toyotas <laughs> but you know it when industry dies we evolve and try to make our money in in different fashions and we got away from industry and that was like to the united states's detriment because now we're at the mercy of other nations and if we put too much in which we did we put too much power in the hands of china right um they make pretty much everything everything every, like hospital supplies all they you, have to do is it. say we're not sending anything over here and that's how they can win potentially that's world it, yeah. war three because people think it's going to be nuclear and then you really think about it is like biden it'll be vice versa though like that'll turn them into a third world country and also turn us into a third world yeah country. biden is let's put i'm not you know because we, we pay top dollar for those goods that's what keeps their economy going. right but now they're getting away from our currency so who knows right you know what i mean and that that's the that's the kicker right there is is this new BRICS currency could be the outlying the factor that they've been looking for to, let's, to get away from the let's US. put it this way this is only in 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 theory Biden may, you know, let's put it, let's like even people who voted for Biden, they're like, listen, this guy can't form a sentence. He's reading, he's legitimately reading from tele teleprompters. He really is. I mean, we see it. Even people that voted for him and, and are, yeah, Biden, they could see it. Right. If something was to be launched and take out a city or millions of people in the United States from either Russia, China, or whatever, he'd have to be forced to retaliate. He'd have to be. He's actually made some strong statements recently, like, oh, you know. We're 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 gonna help by we're gonna help Taiwan and we're gonna help we're gonna keep helping Ukraine. Which at this point I'm like, what's what's going on with that? Yeah. With all the money that they sent to Ukraine, they could have solved school security. They could have they could have lowered their retirement. There's no, there's no amount of money that we can send to Taiwan to help them. If if China decides to go that far, 
you know, it'll be us all at war. And the media right now, you know, the title of the podcast is distractions. The media right now is creating a lot of distractions. They're not really talking about this is like the most pertinent news that people want to know yeah, about. Like they're what, still talking about Trump. What is going on with China and are they going to go to war with Taiwan? Like, is this a fact? And what is what's our plan? And we don't like we don't know what our plan is because it's not being reported. There's well. God forbid a nuke would come our way. Biden, he may stumble a day or two if there's that much time, but he'd have to be forced to, to react. Worse than a nuke, how many American families want to know if they're going to be sending their sons and daughters to war well, in a different country? Te technically, you know, the draft has done, been done away with since World War II or Vietnam, right? right? Vietnam. Um, Vietnam, yeah, because my dad was, I believe, drafted and people in Vietnam were drafted. So it was done away, you know. So in that aspect, you'd be worrying about people's sons and daughters that are enlisted exactly. voluntarily, you know. And if it got really bad, they could say, "Well, we're uh, we had to enforce the draft again." Sorry, everybody. And then everyone that's in the age range of eighteen to twenty-five, which, which if we do go to war with China and, and defend Taiwan, you can bet on the draft coming back. Like, yeah. And it's going to be one thousand percent. And it's going to bring a lot back. of stuff that's going to make some people ironically laugh. Unfortunately, laugh like people that were like, "We want equality," and then as soon as that draft hits, no, no, I got to stay home, right? You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's going to happen. Oh no, I can't do that. But it's going to be a certain age range. I think we're aged out, and they're going to run a test on my knee. I, I, I'll go fight <laughs> and I'll defend my country. They're going to run a test on my knee. It's been banged up. They're going to say you can't go. They're going to run tests on people with asthma. You can't go. We've created. Going into another episode that I did, we created such a problem with our health here that a majority of people that would probably go through a physical, unless they're desperate, would can't, fail. Can't pass it. Yeah. Would fail. Like I have a friend that's a little heavy. He's he's in law enforcement. He's not getting enlisted. I other kids that have it'll, it'll be like civil war type stuff. You're there. Oh, you got a bad knee. You got a bad lung. You got go ahead. Just strap up. Go. We're yeah. sending you. We're sending if it you gets anyway. that, if it, it gets could, that bad, but it could potentially but, get that bad. But, in reality, if it did get to that level where it was a nuclear war, there would be no need to send troops. It'd be missile versus missile. Right. But I, that's what and leads to a me. Degree, that that's where we're gonna have to. Like, I don't like to talk about like the possibility of how we fight a war, but we're not gonna fight it with manpower. I mean, we're not gonna win it with manpower. That's for sure. It's like, gonna be technology. It's gonna be technology. It's either gonna be nukes, which I we I, don't have the manpower. We're talking about China's got billions of people, us versus what three hundred million. Yeah, we're not a very big country by comparison to China, to India. You know, even I don't know Russia's population. I could actually Google that. Well, right they now. they have, but I think the biggest landmass in the world, as far as like country wise, I think Russia's gigantic, and then it would be like China, Russia, China. Actually, Russia's not really that large either. It's 143 million. But you could be sure that, you know, there's this like cold war going on with Russia right now and Ukraine and well, actual war with the Ukraine and Russia. And we're in like this cold war with them. Where... Well, they're fighting on the troops on the ground, boots on the ground, because they're right. so close to one another. You know, like China versus us. What are we going to do? Also, like you're not going to nuke a country that you want to overtake. You, you want that land. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think, you know, it, nukes is everyone's fear. I don't and think they'll nuke Taiwan. I don't think they're going to nuke anybody. I don't think any country's going to nuke anybody because then what do you, what do you, you know, you know the inevitable is going to happen. You spent all that time to, to, to orchestrate something and then you send the nuke over to the United States. Right. You know, what's going to happen to your, your can you imagine uh, 
Hong Kong, a plane from the United States goes over and it'd be a fleet of us going over there and essentially, you know, guarding that one ship that has the nuke, drop it. And then, and then Hong Kong's like, look, look, well, we just, look, we just did. We initiated this to happen. Now we have a major city that brings in money and income throughout the world. That's off the face of this earth because they decided to go bomb San Francisco or God forbid, New York city. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, what's, what's, there's no, there's no real good end game in doing that. But the currency thing, which has basically been going on for quite some time now, a few months now, like legitimately can happen where we're going to use this currency. We're going to stop making, we're going to stop making products for you. That's on the list of what, what they can do. Mm -hmm. And then we'd be at their mercy to oblige whatever mandates they want. Second thing is an EMP. An EMP sent over here. Now, Russia has supposedly hacked ele elections and have done certain things. China has that very smart individuals, like schools, a very big thing in, in China. They can just hack a system, take us offline and say, we're not putting it back online until you agree to our, you know, our needs. Right. That And that would be detrimental to the entire country. Can you imagine... Electric cars, we have no electricity. EMP goes off. Your electric car. You're just talking about going back into the Stone Age, basically. Now. Yeah, that's no, like it's it's gonna. That's and exactly that's, what it would be. And that would be smart on their end to do, because if they cause chaos here, we're so fucking retarded. We're gonna start fighting each other. Right. Guaranteed, lights go off in this city, especially now at bail reform. You know, we had one of these power outages that happened like in uh, 2000. We had a major one in 2000. That's the one I can remember recently. Mm -hmm. What do you think is gonna happen? It's going to be Fordham Road 2.0. There's going to be looting. So if anything like that happened because another country sent an EMP over here, you know what's going to happen. There's, we're going to be fighting ourselves. There's going to be cops trying to stop people that are looting. There's going to be families defending one another. And then... There's a scarcity of, of food and resources to survive. So, of course, yeah, you'd be like... The enemy is, is from within now. They've turned everybody on one another. That's kind of how you win a war. I mean, it, if it ever got that far, if World War III ever got that far and, and, and it was a war where someone distinctly really wanted to win, they'd, it'd be no holds barred. I know they, the makers of Call I know the makers of Call of Duty are salivating They're right salivating. Now. Oh my They're God. like, oh, we're, our games have sucked so bad. But if we get a World War III, the next, <laughs> we actually have an idea for the next game. Like that's, that's the only outcome that's, you know, yeah. it's, it's really is crazy, man. And, you know, unfortunately, we're talking about this and I don't, I don't watch the news. I really don't. I, it's not even really being talked about. That's what I'm saying. That's why we're doing this episode. This is everything is being distracted to take us. They're going to have, we're, we're on the brink of world war three. I don't know if people actually realize this for you listeners. We, we really are on the brink of world war three. If China says that they're going to war and if it happens earlier rather than later, I think they gave like a time frame. Xi Jinping gave a time frame. I think he said like, uh, twenty twenty eight or something. Twenty twenty six. You heard twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty. Well, with Russia, they what you sent me the other day. They stopped sending their their nuclear, you know, um, reviews or something. Right, right. Yeah. And that agreement that they just pulled out of ends in twenty twenty six. So legally, they can bomb us in twenty twenty six. Three years from now. So we got three years to enjoy life. It still goes against the Geneva Convention, but he doesn't care. Like, if, yeah, if he doesn't he, care. He just he's dropping napalm for, on yeah. on Ukrainian soldiers. It's kind of scary it? to think about like Putin because he's this. 
man and i he is this and it's controversial i won't i won't say it but he is this figure of a figure from the past where he's he's manipulated he's manipulative his own his own charismatic people. to other nations he's not weak you he know, doesn't. Like, you watch videos of him. He doesn't come off they're, weak. They're making deals to create a currency with all these different nations, and like this is a big, this is a big deal. This is a big problem because now you're, um, and not to shit on communism. Well, you know, I'm American, so I'm not. A, I'm not a. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. I'm, we're not fans of communism here, right? Um, uh, you know, it's crazy, dude. I don't mean to cut you off, bro. But you don't want a communist running the world. There's people or being the superpower of the world. There's people know? that actually think that the communism thing and socialism thing is good. Like uh, they don't look at his, their history. Historically, it's never been a good thing because there's always going to be the haves and the have-nots. And when the haves have too much and the have-nots have very little, that's when there's revolution. You know, I well, mean, if th- th- this is what spawned the the United States of America is 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 a communism type society. You know, I don't want to say that about England completely, right? They have their, you know, uh, hierarchies with the king and whatnot, and that we're talking about. Yeah, you know, the 1700s, 1776. Right. Sorry about that. No, it's all good. Yeah, 1776. That's when everything you know, right. but. Dude, it, 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 it's it's scary, but I have friends, like, and I have people that I'm, I know that I'm, that, was, that I was affiliated with, but they're like, you know, capitalism is bad and, you know, socialism can work. Socialism really is just a nicer term of communism, Re- in, in, really, in, in essence. You look at countries that had it, it failed, and people are leaving those countries to come here. People are like, well, that won't happen here in the United States. Like, dude... History repeats itself. Uh, the The problem is, is like the money runs out eventually. Yeah, so you, and we're running out of money. That's the scary you thing. You can't tax the top. We 1% of we sent so much 100%. money. We sent so much money to Ukraine in this last year and change that if something happens here, which is you know they're 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 experts, financial experts, saying that we're going to see a recession that we've never seen before, like worse than two thousand eighteen. You know. Worse than 2018, worse than the early 1900s here. Worse, right. worse, because we're getting depleted. Like our our currency is like we're doing such shit with our money right now, and we're sending it to Ukraine that other countries are like, we don't need the United States dollar. Right. Elizabeth, now, the Fed just pumped in another 300 billion. And on top of this, they want to raise the retirement the stock market. A nice pump, but like it's yeah, all, it's a all pump. Fake, it's know? like an asthma pump. You know, I can't, and and then you're good for now, right? But <laughs> dude, like it's really bad. And you know, I don't watch the news. I refrain from watching the news. But there's other stuff too that's going on. Like I don't watch the news. Right? I have a personal page, and people think, oh, you're too much with it. Like my friend Charlie, he's a, you know, he tells me people come in here and tell me about your you know your IG page, which is my personal page. You post too much politics. You post too much new stuff. I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck, to be honest with you. Yeah, so what you're I'm trying in. to, not that I'm interested in, I'm just trying to wake other people up. Right. That's why I have a personal page and I have a podcast page. Podcast is completely political free. You may or may not know what side I sway on, but that's not true entirely. I vote for someone who I think is going to be a good leader and it's going to benefit me and my family based on what they put forward and they speak of, which let's face it, every politician's full of shit. They're going to tell you what they want to hear, mm-hmm. and they're going to do completely opposite things. There's now, always some white lines with every problem. But, you know, I post a lot of stuff on my other page, and but I don't, I'm not on it. People think I'm glued to it. I'm not. I'll go on there. 
I'm on my podcast page more than any other page. I really don't answer my personal page anymore. I've actually tried to delete it. Mm-hmm. I, I did. I tried to delete my personal page. And I don't remember my password. I think I have to go on the desktop to do it. It's telling me some weird sh- code or something that I can't delete the page. Mm-hmm. Unless the FBI is trying to track me. <laughs> Whatever. But They make it hard for a reason. I don't. But when I pop up on there, I see things because of the algorithms. And I'll share them and I'll write. And then I just close out of it and I go to my swap, my podcast page. My father-in-law, however, is glued to the news. Came by on his bike a couple weeks ago and he was telling me, we're getting gas and oil from Venezuela because Russia, hey, they're mad at us. It's dirty gas, it's dirty oil. Eventually, the gas prices are going to go back up. And we're at the mercy of Russia because right now from Venezuela, we're getting, supposedly, we're getting this dirty gas and stuff and it's like not good. I don't know if you notice when you fill your gas tank up, you don't even smell the gas anymore. It's like watered down. Like you used to fill your gas tank up and you could smell the gas. It's like, it's like watered down now. You can't. It's now, like, that, now that you say that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't smell the gas. Like it's not good gas. It's not potent. Like, like Russia has what we need and we're pissing them off by not being neutral with these two countries. Like we talk about being mediators and being, you know, equal to everyone. And it, unfortunately, you have to do that when it comes to these war terms that we're going on now. We're sending billions of dollars over there. We're getting dirty gas here from other countries that don't have the Greek gas and oil. And we're trying to get conveniently at the same time trying to get everyone to, onto electric vehicles, which electric vehicles and this new currency thing, you are at the mercy of the people that sell it to you. They don't want you to drive somewhere because you don't want to get a 20th, their 20th booster shot. They can shut your car down. They can take your money. It's crazy. Yeah, that's kind of what that's what people don't understand, and that's kind of that's not kind of that's actually what's going on in China right now. Like it, the people there show like their dystopian life, where to get into one side of the count, like if they have to leave their county, they have to get permission, and then they get a there's a face scan that you have to smile for. Yeah, it, I've seen a video where this right, dude they have was social credit score. This dude was trying to if leave. You're, if you're not nice, you know, like. You can't basically you can't have a bad day or you can't have any kind of you can't have a human emotion in China of being displeased unless it's Zing Zing Ping's emotion. <laughs> you have to be happy. This dude tried to you go have to somewhere. Be a good person. You can't curse. You can't spit. You can't. You yeah, know, like it'll this, it'll decrease your. Let me tell you something. Score. This dude tried to leave and go somewhere in China. I don't know where he was going. It was a video I watched, and he took out his phone to record it. Chances are that dude's pro- probably in jail for doing this. And he tried to leave and go somewhere in China, and it was like a checkpoint. And you had to take your photo to go there. So they're monitoring people. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they do it here, but not to China's extent. And he, it wouldn't pass him to go. Not, not to the extent where they tell you where you can and cannot go. Right. He couldn't get past this checkpoint because he didn't smile. It was turning red. He smiled. It turned green and let him go. It's like they're trying to show people that everyone's happy there. When the majority of people in China, like the middle class, lower class people, those are the ones that are like they want to get out. Yeah. The people that are high up there living in apartments that are not the size of a box right. are the ones that are happy. China's lifestyle, the means of living over there, they live in these it's crazy, bro. I saw the some of the apartments. The it's I, I would I would lose I would rather live in the street. To then be in those apartments. We're going to take a momentary pause and come back with the next segment. And we're back from our momentary pause. We were discussing a whole bunch of things that were going on. That's going on in the world. We were just recently discussing the living situation in, in China. And how the Chinese government 
wants you to seem, well, make it seem that everyone is happy there when in fact they're not. And it's their way of the media portraying that everything is peaches and cream in China when in fact it's really not, especially the living situations in China where it's like a room that's the size of a closet. A cl- yeah, a closet. Like is a the, typical like, United States like closet. There's like a universal bathroom. That Don't people- get me wrong. United, New York City has its uh, <laughs> its teeny little apartments. For like, like $4,000. Uh, they're few and far in between though. You know, And you're ridiculous if you rent something like that just yeah, to live no, in New York City. No shot. I had a studio apartment. I paid $800 a month and when I lived in Throgsneck over there in New York. And it was 800 Everything was included. The only, it was one window. But it was actually not that small for what I was paying. The kitchen right. was a decent sized kitchen, small. I remember for it. I went yeah. over. It was, you know, it wasn't that bad. Um, it got flooded. That was the only downfall. You know, it would it was flood prone, and sometimes it would rain. Sometimes just it flooded from fucking the water in the house. Mm-hmm. But you know that was doable. But these people are living in these conditions, and they're not allowed to speak up against. What's going on there? Right. Whether it be their government, their legit living situation, or even the amount of money they're getting paid. And their media, and it's been said during COVID, right? Because remember COVID was, uh, we thought in the beginning it was a, a bat, right? That started it. Right. right which turned, turned out, out to, to be, be bullshit. Nonsense. And if you said it <laughs> if you said it two years, three years ago, whatever it is, you know, you were like, oh, you can't be on Facebook no more. Right. You know, and that turned out to be nonsense. But- during COVID, I remember people saying John Stewart took some heat from that because he was he made a joke about it. He's like, "Oh, a bat, you know, had sex with a pangolin or something." You know, he made light of it. He, yeah. he tried to make it funny, but he was being serious, and you could tell that he was being serious. He's like, "Come on, that's fucking." He's like, "That's nonsense." Yeah. And uh, now it's it's you're able to say that. Yeah, you're able to say it because the truth, everyone knows it's nonsense. You know what it is? You're allowed to say a lot now because everything that was hidden from the old Jack Dorsey from Twitter. It's coming out now and they can't hide it. Like this is in their safe of shit they hid and is now being, yeah. you know, brought out there by Elon. Like Elon knew what he was doing. He had no interest in buying. He didn't have to buy Twitter. He, he lost a lot of money. He lost a lot of money. But but the, the payout was people see shit that was hidden from them, which right. should be, you know, people should be thankful. Like I, if I was on one side. In the long run from, for an entrepreneur like him. It's it's probably beneficial that the United States has like this this hold and and grasp on social media that we control it and that big tech and big government doesn't control it. It's more beneficial for for billionaires. You know, they're able to leverage the world in a different way. You know, if if they want to shut down an Elon Musk in the past, they can. You know, like if big tech wants to censor, if tomorrow they wanted to decide to tell everybody Teslas are unsafe, they're going to blow up. You shouldn't buy one. People are going to turn their cars in. You know, like that's the type of power the media has. It's true. But him taking over Twitter and him controlling Twitter, like he can't, they can't say, well, you could, you know, people said they're going to get off Twitter and I still see those people on Twitter. They're still on Twitter. You can, I don't use the, Twitter like that. I don't either, but it's, it's, I feel like it's sort of like, like an Instagram kind of thing where it's so big that if you have it, you can't avoid it. And you have to keep it regardless of who is the mediator of that platform. I actually go on there. It's like the iPhone, you know, like if you, once you get an iPhone, you're not getting anything else. Twitter is very one-sided though. When I go on Twitter, the news I see is completely to one side. Literally, it's completely to one side. Right. But I go on there for, for that side. Cause like I said, I, I, I'm not, I'm not cemented to one side of politics. I'm in the middle. I always look at the left, the right, and then I formulate the story 
with the combined left and right and I formulate my story and, and what's going on. Your opinions, right. Yeah. I use Twitter for paranormal stuff, video game stuff, and then, of course, that news comes up and it's always leaning towards one side. But what he essentially did is released a lot of information. And if I was one of those people that was like left versus right and the right was telling me something like this is, you know, this is what's going on and they kept saying, no, 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 look, it got fact-checked, right? It got fact-checked, so it's wrong. And then years later, this millionaire, billionaire bought the company and is and is literally showing you documents and shit that was going on from years ago that was being hidden right. purposely. I would personally be mad and be like, wow, I was being lied to. I wouldn't be still trying to defend it. That's what's crazy, dude. The media has created such a distraction that people are still believing the lie. It's really bad. It's really bad. It, it seems like now more than ever the United States is so divided and you know there's that saying a house divided you know mm -hmm. so we're at a crossroad where if we're not careful and we don't start having like this this empathy for one another and, and coming to terms with reality like real news events and, and stop descending from one another like let's get to the facts and, and uh, agree with the side that's right and then agree that okay my side may be wrong vice versa back and forth kind of thing because in politics and throughout history both sides have used you know fake news and conjecture and, and stories to get political advantage let's be real like there's a lot of money at stake here like this is the u.s of course politicians are going to lie on both sides and it's our duty as american citizens to to discern what information is true and real and not get played and people are so invested with their emotions these days when they when they go to vote when they go to think about their like anything that their side pumps out because they're so invested with emotions they believe and that's that's bad that's historically bad that's that's like we're we're bordering on the lines of of like living in a communist nation where if xi jinping says something it has to be true you know if said president of the united states says this it must be true you know like how many presidents lied throughout history you a know? lot <laughs> a lot it's, you know it's, and, on, and on both sides and yeah you, you, we, you it's your duty as an american citizen to say hey this is my political party, but I, I do understand that they're they're on the wrong side right now. Like what's they, happened there? Yeah, I don't mean to cut you off, but what's happened in the last 15 years, I would say, is the divide really started, I would say, like mid, mid 2000, you know, around there. That's when you started seeing really things change, like uh, your feelings were hurt and we're going to cancel you it really started around yeah, cancel culture you never thing, seen it from the the 90s even the middle 80 mid 80s when i was born mid 80s to the late 90s early 2000s you never seen it you started seeing this craziness from the middle of the 2000s 2005 six and and beyond where it's escalated to like craziness mm -hmm. you know i feel like during the 90s you know people talk about nostalgia tv shows and sitcoms and and talk shows video games everything was simple everyone like you could literally go outside even in the bronx i remember growing up on this block and i lived in a building you go outside and sit down you go to the local bakery shop that was there you remember enrico's get an ice sit in front of the steps and enjoy the summer night and go to loretta park and play softball and pick up games everything was so simple and the news reported 
things that were going on in Iraq at the time. I think it was Iraq. You know, you had like the Desert Storm stuff going on, all that. And that was it. It was bad. But like everybody was kind of like together. And the news didn't perpetuate, perpetuate certain things and be one-sided. It was like this president did this. News companies reported exactly that. Now you go on news networks and there's two different fucking stories. So you don't know what the fuck to believe. Yeah. And you got people that grew up watching CNN and you got people growing up watching Fox and they turn on the TV at night and they turn on the TV in the morning and that's their news. They're not going to go to the other news station because one news station is saying, well, Fox said this and they're full of shit. And then CNN saying, well, you know, Fox is saying, well, CNN said that and they're full. No one knows to do what I said many times on, on the episode. Right, and that's how you know it's Do boxing. your own research. Right. It's so pro, we're so programmed to turn on that box, that TV, and just listen to whatever comes out. That's your, that's, that's it. That's your news. That's what you have to believe. And then there's very few people that, that literally go and look at both sides, like from middle to left to right. Right. People like Anomaly, that guy Anomaly on mm -hmm. Instagram, um, take naps. I don't know his real name, but he has, he does these funny videos. He does, you know. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the guy with the beard. I think he's Italian. He, rah, 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 rah. he makes all these funny, you know, anomaly. Take naps. Um, there's another guy I started following. Like these are people that look at the news from both sides. Anomaly. When I first started following him, I thought he was uh, leaned towards one side, and then he watched this whole video on him, how he was on one side of politics for a long time, until he started seeing the change. And we went over to the other side, started seeing that that side is is what's, I'm not saying how it's supposed to be politically, but it was more inclined to him. His yeah, beliefs. right, right, right. You know, Bill Maurer, he's calling out his own party's bullshit right. lately on his talk show. He sounds more right. On a left-wing news, uh, on a left-wing channel, I think it's MSNBC. He's on right. HBO, his show. Bill Maurer. Is it HBO? Yeah, it's HBO. HBO is very liberal. Yeah. You know? It, it it is sorry to say, but he's saying well, he shit. says he says things that the left doesn't agree with. Like, yeah, oh, well, he's old. Bill Maher needs to be taken off television. Yeah, now. but he w but all of a sudden, you know, now well, he needs to be taken off television. You know, two, two years ago he didn't need to be. Taken yeah, off because television. he was agreeing with what was coming out on the news and on TV and everything. Right, he right. was agreeing with it. Now he's like, dude, you guys are doing some crazy shit right now, and I'm going to talk about it on my show. And um, talking about last week, and we we got the name wrong, um. The British guy I was talking about, and you were like, "It's Randall Carlson," but it wasn't. Yes, it, uh, it, it was. Um, and we're fucking up on the name again. Hold on, hold on. Um, but he, that guy, I told this story last week on the episode. Um, he was on in uh, Russell Brand. Russell Brand, that's the correct <laughs> name. So for everyone last week who who caught that way. that episode of Coral Castle, and we were, you know, it's Russell Brand. Russell Brand was the guy who was homeless and took a bath with another homeless guy, and he was the guy. Not, not He's Russell been through Cross. some wild yeah. stuff in his life. So he was on Bill Maher's show, right? And there was a producer next to him from MSNBC, and I, I told this last week, and he was going oh, at it. destroyed him, man. You saw it, right? Yeah. He was going and talking about stuff we're talking about now, and this guy was not letting him talk. He was getting so mad because that producer was probably programmed from his higher-ups Say this on this show. Say this on this show. Make sure he doesn't say anything out of line. And he fucking did. And he was got the audience going, clapping. And, and Bill Maher was just sitting back like, 
he could speak. Mm. Like you reap what you sow, this is what you get for lying to the public. Yeah, so it was. You know, and and uh, Russell Brand is historically uh, democratic. He's he's very liberal. Um, he's he's a pretty intellectual guy. He's he's far out there. Trust me, he's been through. Yeah, a lot no, of he's stuff been. He's life, he but, was. I'm telling you, he was like he went through drugs and in homelessness he's, and, he's super intellectual like the guys the guy's vocabulary is so extensive that sometimes i have to like google. take a sentence and google the entire fucking sentence that he said chat gpt <laughs> what does this mean what does this mean <laughs> you know but the crazy thing is is like he said he's democrat right i didn't know that i didn't know what size of party he was on yeah I mean, big, he's, he's he's been on Joe Rogan London, but he's he's always been historically liberal right know? he's like, liberal now but now he's he's seeing what What's going on? The crazy thing about being liberal is like the liberal side has always been historically opposed to wars and, and especially wars that are like unjust. Like remember, um, I mean, your, your father served Vietnam. in Vietnam and the protests and the hippie peace movement and all that. And these, those were the moder- of that, of that day. Those were the Democrats. Those were the, the liberals of that day. And now it's, it's molded into, um, I guess just these. I'd, sometimes it feels like these extreme followers, where they just they'll just believe anything. I, and I don't think that they'll believe in war. I, I think that they try to like. I I don't you want say, to say don't, it, but go ahead. But like the the Ukraine war, it's it seems like everybody's for. For it, it seems like they're for it. Yeah, I, I, like instead Fight. of like finding a solution in, in like peace and you know. Like, what do you think would happen? I, let, let's let's give them as we they need to fight as much as possible. They need to have the money that they yeah. But like let's well, we can't find a give them the money and and give them guns. I get it. We give not, them guns. There's, but not here, right? You know, like give them guns. Like I'll say it. They'll come after me, Joey. Not you. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll take the heat for you. You know, but hey, you're right. They're they're all about this war. Give them guns. Give them everything you need. Give and them not a, and not everybody. There's there's a lot of young people that are like that. They want to find like like a peaceful solution. What do you think would happen if Ukraine just said, "Listen, Putin, we don't want to fight, but be fair. Like we'll we'll let you come in here, but you know, don't do, don't, don't." Right. There could always be some kind of monetary compensation. I, I feel Putin like Putin could have been talked down with it, and I get the United States doesn't barter with quote unquote like terrorists, and and they were kind of considering Putin like a terrorist at this at this juncture, um, but if you barter with them a little bit, and and you. You come to a ground, you can save millions of lives as opposed to like, hey, just give them guns, let them fight it out, and we'll we'll help you try to win this war. Maybe an unwinnable war for you because your population is a lot smaller than I, I feel the like Russians. they, they could. And your military is a lot less dense than the Russians in terms of ammunition, in terms of, you know, I mean, the Russians still too, they're using like World War, not World War Two. Actually, no, yeah, World War Two era tanks. They are using they, World War Two era dude, tanks. This war, Russian army and my friend's brother lives there. Actually, Deluna. His brother lives in Russia. Married a Russian woman, has kids out there the whole night. He, he's like, some of this stuff is like, that's going on. He, he says it's like, it's serious one day, but then over there it's really not. But he, he basically said too that their army over there is. He, this war with Ukraine will go on forever. They're at a stalemate. Their armies are equivalent. Nah. You know what I mean? There's like two major armies in the world, and that's China and the United States. Right. Like no one can come close. Like we we will the the China if China fought USA, boots on the ground, like it would be like game seven. 
it would come down to like game seven. Yeah. Whoever wins in the ninth inning, that's that's who wins. That's how that's how neck ninth and neck we are. Who pushes the button yeah. first? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But Russia and Ukraine, that war is going to go on forever because their their armies are equivalent. You know, they had civilians join right off the bat to fight in the war. That's true. You mean to tell me civilians are holding off Russia this 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 long? Two years? It's been a while. But then again, back in the revolutionary times, you know, we had the, the you know the Americans so they're, they're fighting popu- the best army in the world. Their population is about a hundred million less than than Russia. But like you said, they there are people joining this this army, and I wonder if companies like so you know how in Iraq there were these subcontracted companies like Blackwater and and that fought alongside you know U.S. armies. I mean, let's be real; they were they were U.S. army, but or they were U.S. soldiers, but they were just they weren't on the they weren't affiliated with they weren't affiliated. They, with weren't the, they were with contractors, the they're, like, contractors, like movie shit, you and know? like. Are there contractors in the? Are there war contractors in the in the Ukraine right now? I, possibly, you know, like there there could be Americans there fighting, helping. There's no doubt about it. In my yeah, mind. I would I would to say company, too because that would be the loophole. There has to be a company right? like Blackwater there helping them because that would war. be the loophole. Because technically, if the United States was helping fight in Ukraine, right. then Russia would be like, okay, well now you're against us. Really, you're really against us. Your your guys. Your camo is there fighting us, so now you're against us. So now we're we, now we're ties are cut. You know what I mean? Right. Officially, the loophole would be to hire contractors. You know, like Call of Duty ghosts and like shit like that that you see in video games and movies. Right. Like uh, what was it Forty Eight Hours or Eight Hours? That movie with um, you know, the whole uh, Benghazi shit. Right. I believe those contractors that were there doing that. Right. It was. And you know, and then with the. United States ambassadors and stuff like that. They were contractors. Like, that's the shit that's a loophole to that. You know, like, they, Russia can't say, well, you have people here that are Americans fighting us. Well, no, there's contractors there. They're doing it on their own. They're making money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like what do you think we're sending billions of dollars to the Ukraine for? The Ukraine is probably just funneling it back into another company that's hiring but there's, you know, to what's fight crazy too, or about help fight their war, and it's going to come out. There's no doubt that they're fighting. Everything's going to come own. out, Joey. Everything. Because they don't. They don't have. They never had a military like these other nations, like Russia. Russia's had an evolved military for a very long, extensive period of time, with weaponry and and training, and um, and the obviously the Ukraine has been a nation for a long time in and of itself, but. It's a fairly young nation by comparison to Russia's been around, right? Because they, in the nineties, branched off of USSR or the Russian. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's so still, that's very, very fresh. Right. You know what I mean? So it's going to take a while to get the structure needed to form a military that's suitable, like a formidable foe to go up against a Russia. What's re- equally crazy talking about Ukraine and Russia is when this war happened, everyone was like, "This is bad." Everybody said it. Within two weeks, people were like, you know, Zelensky has, they, they did their research on Zelensky. And they started seeing that he's notorious for like grimy stuff, you know, stuff that he shouldn't be doing. And he was an actor and he made some eyebrow raising videos and music and stuff like that. Putin really didn't think much of him, but it came out that he was not really this. You know, 
general like like like, yeah like god like they see him what's crazy is he actually played a role that he was a president of the ukraine in a time of turmoil (laughs) in a time of turmoil and and not only that but that they elected him on a different party and then all of that fictional you know movie that he was in came to fruition and he he himself actually became the president ironically just like there was a movie about a pandemic that was made just before the pandemic happened which was on netflix contagion or yeah. or, or is it the other one the, the documentary it, no it was it was a movie just like there was a movie filmed in ohio about about the spill about the spill like months before Filmed in Ohio. That was crazy. Like, what the fuck, dude? It's like they do this shit on purpose. Like, hey, we're going to film. What a coincidence. After a while, you're like, man, are, are there this many coincidences? In the world? Yeah, like, you know, are like, they giving us a heads could up? It really like, they, these are all coincidences? Like, they're not that, everything? they're not that bad of people. They give us a heads up. You just got to catch it. You right. know what I mean? Like, all right, uh, I can see them sitting in the New World Order office. All right, we're going to plan... <laughs> The Simpsons does that. They make fun of it. We're going to plan a, um, you know, this uh, biochemically engineered monster or animal, and we're going to release it into the woods of North Dakota. And it's going to make its way, and it's going to replicate, and it's going to take over the uh, west coast of the United States. We're going to make a movie of this. We're going to put it out, you know, let let it air on Netflix, bring in millions of people watching it. And then in the year 2026... We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We gave you a warning. <laughs> it was on Netflix. Listen, like, fair, you like fair game now. You know, like the nine eleven shit with the twenty dollar bill. It was right, that. Right, it was right. that. Couldn't the Denver, Colorado airport? Fucking murals were there. You know, maybe not be a Netflix movie, but it, it listen, was. Let's hope those murals don't come true because some of them are crazy, dude. It, it's I hate to say it, but they kind of did. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. they, 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 they there's one of them that depicts nuclear war, and it's like, mm, yeah, let's, let's, yeah. Not, let's hope not. Let's hope not, or it could, or it could be isolated throughout the world. Like what's going on in Ukraine right now? You know what I mean? Right, like, right. and ironically, you know, if you take pay close attention in those murals. I don't know if you want to pull it up real quick because they t- they took them down. They took two of them down. I know that. If you look, I know you can still find it. Look at that uniform. Oh yeah, yeah, it's one hundred percent. It's. Yeah, and I'll say 100. It's it's a it's a it's a Nazi uniform. That soldier is 1,000 percent a Nazi. Right, but modern times, the uniforms are very similar to three armies: Russia, North Korea. Oh, you're right. And China, and this was drawn years ago. Very eerily similar to the army. Um, like the class A uniforms. Yeah, I got it. From the hat, very, very, very similar. With the eagle on the hat. Right? Very similar to Russia, North Korea, and China's uniforms. So whoever drew that, <laughs> yeah. fucking knew. And in that airport, guess what? There's Freemason signs. There's, 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 there's stone. Yeah, they, t- they take credit for the Denver, Colorado airport. It says something about the um. There's a there's a plaque there that says it was um the New World Airport Commission. And it turns out the New World Airport Commission doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. But it's like... See, I it talk... Was, it was created by mm-hmm. the New World Airport mm-hmm. Commission. It's like, wait a minute. What it's, is the New... So you go and look up the New World Airport Commission. It's, it's not so even for every So for everyone listening, I did an episode about the Denver, Colorado Airport. It happens to be my number one top top 10 
uh, shows on my right. on my podcast. And there's a lot of things I didn't even touch on because I, I, at the time, I was just going like 40 minutes almost to almost an hour. And the episodes lately have been longer than an hour. And I touched on a few things. That's one of the things I don't think I touched on. Um, but one thing I did say was the Denver, Colorado airport, based on these videos that came out years ago that made YouTube, which the major one that I watched that made me like know about it got taken off YouTube. Which goes to show you something. It's not on YouTube no more. It was like 40 minutes long. It is not on YouTube no more. I have searched for it. Other videos are there. They took it down. They took it down. Now, they've actually grew to taking the controversy of the conspiracy and use it now in the airport. Like my brother sent me a video. I've seen it already though. Of the Denver, Colorado airport having a gargoyle that talks to people that pass by. Yeah, they got a an alien face. They got a troll. They got a troll yeah. to make it a joke, so that no, but there's now a, that the joke. It there's a hidden reason. It up and people don't take it as seriously. There's a hidden reason they're doing it. There's so many people that are now privy to what that airport has as a conspiracy that they have to play into it to make it seem like shit's not going on. That's like if I get caught in a lie, and I say, uh, you know, I hit three home runs yesterday. Now I got to fucking take juice and prove to you I can hit a home run. And the next <laughs> week I'm going to go back and hit three home runs. I lied to you. You caught me. But now if I take this and do it, you're going to think it's not a lie. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's very similar to what the Denver, Colorado airport is currently doing. They set up all this shit in the last couple of years to play into the conspiracy. If you do that, you're going to be like, oh, they're fucking around. But really they're not. They're playing into They got caught. Right. You know what I mean? Like they got caught. And there's like other supernatural weird shit. I feel like when people do, when people are doing something they're not supposed to do, the universe answers. The maker of that Bronco who is making it a demonic looking thing literally got killed in the process of making it. Mm -hmm. A piece randomly broke off. Fucking. And you, and you know what they say? They say severed his artery. It's he, the uh, it's the fourth horseman of the apocalypse. And the his four, horse just waiting there for the, him to the ride. Four, the fourth horseman of the apocalypse, in you know, like. Bible killed, you know, the the, the fourth horseman. So mm -hmm. it's like it's such a like cosmic coincidence. They nick happened. they nicknamed the horse. I don't know if the airport did, but they nicknamed the horse Blucifer. Yeah, like dude, like there's nothing good in that airport. Like I would never want to fly to Denver. <laughs> Honestly speaking, definitely not to that airport. Yeah, it's they, a creepy they, airport. If you're someone who has trouble with, it's flying, the biggest airport in the United States too. It, the murals and walking around and looking, it's. You're not gonna like walking around through that airport and looking at the stuff on the walls if you are. Well, they took down the two. You already said, have like took, a fear of flying. They took down the controversial ones. They're not there no more. Oh, they're not. No, they're not there. I know. I know that for a fact. But I, I mean, I would love to just go there just to walk around and see the airport. There'd be no reason for me to go to. There's Denver. still stuff there for sure. There is, but they took down the two mirror. They didn't. They didn't like throw them out. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're there they're hidden somewhere, somewhere like yeah. locked up. I know if I go there, you know, based on this air, on this podcast, like TSA is going to be like, he's here. <laughs> I'm going to be in that bunker down there and I'm, I'm going to be like, well, fuck the bunker's real. <laughs> but I'm going to take be, you to the bunker and tune you up. You're going to come back to New York. City I'm not going to come back. Really? What happened? Oh, nothing, man. There's it's going to be, honest. it's going to be, it's, I'm not going to come back. That's going to be, it's going to be the say what again, Joey podcast. <laughs> I said to announce Billy has been mysteriously gone for, Two weeks now, and I'm taking over his podcast. You know, that's what's going to happen. 
You know what I mean? But then you're going to get a knock. Like, let's hey. Not, let's not go to Denver. I'll drive oh, through. I were you a guest on the Say What Again Billy nice podcast? through Colorado. Dude, I, I, the, Colorado was cool when, like, everything was legalized there first. So that was everyone's reason to go there. Like, oh, weed's legal. This is legal. You know, crazy shit like that. And now it's legal everywhere. So there's no cool reason to go there. Now, I'm not going to go see the Rockies play. That's for sure. No. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's crazy. But the... The moral of this whole podcast episode is that the media is doing a hell of a job hiding everything. And today's news with China, the escalation tensions, escalated tensions in China, can't hide that. So they're going to have to talk about it. Yeah, and I think they are because the administration already said that China, uh, tensions are high with China. Dude, it's crazy, man. So, But they'll listen. Watch but we've out. had this before. Though. Watch out on the media. If you're if you're watching the news regularly, if that's where you get your information from, if they're showing you some celebrity gossip or they're showing you like sensationalized stories over, over and over again, or nonstop coverage of one single story, you know that there's something else going on in the world that they want to keep your attention from, you know? Look, this is, this is a clip. I'll play a small clip from Dan, uh, Dan Bongino. What's happening in China right now? I said to my wife, I'll say to you, I said to my daughter, I've got a plan for all of them right now about what to do. You know, nobody thinks anything's going to happen until it does, to quote a really awful movie. I mean, not an awful, it's entertaining. But movie quotes are dumb, but that World War Z movie, nobody thinks anything's going to happen until it does. It's, it's right. We thought the same thing about Ukraine. Putin's not going to invade Ukraine. Folks, China could hit Taiwan any day, any week. See, that's, that's what's scary. BBC, uh, left-wing outlet, of course, but China simulates hitting key targets on Taiwan. Be very careful. That happens, folks. The world is going to change in in seconds. In seconds. The possibility of an EMP attack here, mm. worldwide trade is going to get shut down. Interest rates are going to go through the roof. Stocks are going to tank. This could happen fast. Please be mm. prepared. Water. So water, he see now... Everything we touched on, like he didn't say nuclear there. He said EMP, stock market, currency. That it's going to bring straight chaos. Now he's been talking about this, and other people have been talking this, talking about this months and weeks in advance. And now today, because of the news, like you know, news outlets that are not talking about it have to start. But what he just said is, you know, stock up on this. Be prepared with your currency, like. That's the shit that's going to happen. That's how World War III is going to be fought. I don't maybe maybe I don't want to just contradict what he just said and say no, nuclear war is not going to happen. And then fucking I wake up and California is a, a mushroom cloud. Listen, I'd rather they depopulate the world in some other kind of way. Do not hit the nuclear button. Like I said, and that let's let's not kill. World I don't want to say it's like, not going to happen. Like Dan Bongino just said, it could happen. I don't think it's plausible because if you nuke one side of the United States and we send one back over that way. You're going to make the Earth inhabitable, and Elon's going to take off in his rocket to Mars. Listen, every hundred years or so, there's always this big war. I mean, uh, maybe not even every hundred years. Throughout throughout history, there's always been these like massive depopulating wars. You know, like how how long have we spent in in Iraq? It's like a twenty year war. What happened to that population? You know, I don't know, man. It, it's I it, did a report on it. It could be. There's no exact number, but there is speculation that one to possibly two million people have died in Iraq. And that's not American citizens. Obviously, we only lost, we lost thousands. Thousands. 
but and that's not their army this is just casualties of war two million people is a genocide and you know no one likes to talk about it because it's it's a dark point in history that almost two million souls had to lose their lives because of a war there's been a couple of times in history where many people were almost wiped off near extinction the mongolians took out millions of people right uh adolf hitler wiped off millions of jews. millions of jews yeah. you know foreigners came you know columbus and people from from england came to the united states wiped off native americans thousands and thousands of them yeah. you know that people don't talk about Honestly, that maybe millions yeah you know um well apocalypto that movie yeah truth to that movie like tribes were killing one another people don't you know conquistadors went to south america right gave them smallpox all these diseases gave them, you know it, it's it, it caused a dis you know we are the disarray in there we own. are the demise of our own self now into what's going on right now do i think nukes are going to happen like I said, I don't want to contradict or say what he just said and say it's not going to happen. It could happen. I'm not no military expert. I'm not a George Patton. I'm not um, a, a fucking have a degree in, in the United States history and stuff like that. But I can say that if they did something to the United States as far as a nuke, he would have to retaliate. You would expect as, there to as, be some retaliation. As right? stupid as he may be. You know, on TV, and he can't get words out. He'd be like, well, I'm gonna press the button. He's gonna do it. He's gonna have to do it. He's gonna be, you know. And then you got two sides of the world with a mushroom crowd. So how are you gonna live? I don't think that's gonna happen. But the World War Three could definitely be, definitely happen via EMPs and money because it's already happening. Right. Currency is not being used in certain countries. The there is States. a world war right now going on with currency, with all the shifts happening, and the United States dollar not being the the most trade, the most valued traded dollar. All in China the world has is- to do, Joey, is say, if you intervene, we are not making this, we are not doing that. We'll probably go to other countries for it, but even still, it would cause a really big It'd problem be in this country. Six months. It would probably be six months. To rebound from not getting things from China. Yeah. Food and products, like everyday products. Like I'm trying to find something here right now in front of me that that was 100% made in China. You know. The scandal. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Candle. Turn turn the WCW uh, model car over right there. I got to see where it's made. No, I can't find anything. Nothing? But I I bet. It's probably on the car in that box. How about that Superman figurine over there? No, this Superman figure was not made here. <laughs> it's gonna it's probably on the foot. How un American. Yeah. It's probably on the foot. It, it's it's actually on the body, but since it's in blue, I hold on, I gotta put a light on it. This is funny. Made in China. Yeah. That, okay, so that's why. That's two Superman things. Right? Um let's see here. This these this these so these microphones we're using. They're made in China. China. <laughs> I can't do a podcast no more they say that you know, it's 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 really crazy it's really and what makes me mad is that for months now certain people were reporting this not the major news outlets they were sending other stories other stories i did an episode about the egg conspiracy where these egg farms were just blowing up randomly news was not reporting it. 
I had to find out where in Connecticut and other places that they, these egg farms were just. Well, that's that's the thing too. Like, why are those things happening? Like the, abroad, the the train derailments. But then they'll report on the scarcity of eggs, and that'll be like a main news. They sensationalize specific topics when other things are going on. Not to like stray off topic from you know what we're talking about with China and, and world events, but like the Jelaine Maxwell case. We heard nothing about that case. Nothing. Wasn't allowed to be televised. Nothing. There was no audio of what was said and who was implicated. And we know big names were implicated, right? Like, I'm not going to say the names. I don't want your podcast to get banned. But, like, think Prince. Think England, right? Think. You just said it. Former U.S. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just fucking. Think former U.S. president. But, you know, know, the, the list was supposedly, and people don't believe it, but the fact of the matter is, is. We just did this indictment on Trump, right? And there's a meme that's going on, which I well, I was I was the first one to say. I said it to you last week. I said it's like he was indicted, but nobody from Jelaine Maxwell's list is has pushing indicted. little kids, yeah, girls, like to, on horrible, an island. Horrible. That's worse, in my opinion, than the 34 felonies, quote unquote, that I read. Is worse. I have a daughter. You have a daughter. Right. Can, that that is worse. Is one thing you don't. It's do worse. Is, is Arrest everybody on that list. Children. Everybody on that list, arrest them. They were affiliated. She's go. She took the hit. She's a made woman she took now. The hit. She's, She's going a to jail. made woman now. Yeah. And Epstein is either really dead and he didn't kill himself, obviously, or he's out because there was another conspiracy that I didn't really touch on that it wasn't really him that his body it looked different. Mm, that could be. I mean, there's somebody. Uh, somebody posted that like they were at his ranch and they were filming in front of his ranch. And then a car pulled up and this figure from a distance got out of the car to try to zoom in and the figure had like gray hair and seemed like he was standing there kind of like pissed off and he couldn't, he didn't go down, but he was just standing there and then he gets back in his car and he's like speeds away. They were saying that that could have been him and he was pissed off that they were there. There's people saying that, um, Featherman, but why the guy who beat to your ranch, Featherman, you know? the guy who beat. Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, yeah. So his face looks different all of a sudden? He went, he went to the hospital. You know, he w- people knew he wasn't healthy before he ran. Maybe they just use that as an excuse so he can get some plastic it doesn't surgery look done like him. make himself look a little better. It doesn't look like him. His ears are different. His head shape is different. I mean, his Biden's ears and head is different. That's like, what I'm saying. They say that he, about he him He definitely too. got a facelift, though. There's a doctor on YouTube that showed all the work that he got done. Like, he got... It's called getting over-pulled, <clears throat> where... There's when you get a facelift. Apparently, this this doctor said you want to get pulled enough where you look normal. You don't look like anything happened, but you look better, right? Like yeah, you can't better. you can't you can't put your finger on it, but like you look better. This person looks better. They look good, but then sometimes there are these rare cases where these doctors they pull a little too much and they go a little too far, and you just end up looking like a completely different person. And that's what we see when you look at photos from you know Joe Biden circa. Obama administration versus Joe Biden, his administration. Yeah, but would it? But they pull. Like, would it change structurally your face? It would change your ears, and it would change your face structurally to a degree because there's there's fat being displaced in different areas. So yeah, your face is gonna. It, it could give the illusion that your bone structure looks different. Maybe they you know? did it for Epstein. It, oh, absolutely. 100%. You know, I mean, like. There's but no, there's no way to actually, to get for us to, to actually know. They didn't really show his autopsy. They didn't show. They his didn't body. show much, and the, and the, and and they blatantly lied. Right. Like the two security, like the cameras went off. Like that's red flag number one. Right, and who you're in the, a high. Who was the guy that killed him? You're a high. <laughs> ma- you're in a high max prison. 
you mean to tell me you didn't catch him trying to? He's in a high match in a, in a on suicide watch, and he's had the means to, to, to tie a rope around him. When one autopsy showed that the neck break was in line, I did an episode about this too. So if you want to watch, listen to it. Go, go ahead. Back. That his neck break was was in more in tuned with a strangulation as opposed to a hanging. Right. Like. Come on, man. The the fucking cameras go off. Yeah, that's when he, not. Come on, dude. Come <laughs> All on. the stars lined up so that whoever murdered Jeffrey Epstein in his cell got off. And then Gis- Giselle Maxwell, Lizane Maxwell, is sitting in a prison right now. And the whole client list. The, in, a, they, in a cushy prison. Yeah. The right. federal, she's, federal she's, prison is cushy. Yeah. It's not like State or Rikers Island here in New York City, which is one of the worst prisons in the world. It's a federal but prison. But she's is, also in solitude. She's not even in general population. Yeah, she's they got TV. Gen- she's, she's got, got books. She's got it for 20 years yeah. if she makes it. You know what I mean? But it's crazy that in this courtroom, this judge says, we're going we're gonna to seal this. And he, that it, whether it was he or she, the judge, or they, them, or you know whatever it is the thing now, the topic pronouns and all that shit this judge saw the list and knew everyone on it and i would assume that judge has a family morally that judge said i'm gonna seal this so no one knows like this that should be what we're talking about the media silencing like like the distraction and i and i you can take a guess. It's sealed because there's a U.S. president on there. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? I'm the first person to say that that should have received more attention than the whole Trump thing. I, I said to you last week, I said, if, if they find something on him... It's, Jen- it's not gonna because that U.S. president is still alive. We it, all know he was buddy-buddy with him. This should have, that should have been, been more of a news time. report to this day than anything else. I said last week to you, I said, if you know what? If they find something on Trump and he goes to jail and he did commit a crime, he goes to jail. Because I'm all about law and order. I am. I'm all about it. So if he has something on him, then by all, by all means. But you mean to tell me that everyone that did something on this island that came out to be true, and Epstein, the whole thing with Epstein and him being killed because he wasn't hung, you know, he, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't commit suicide. Did, that that's not a big story. That's why people are 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 rooting for like somebody in the higher powers, whether whether it's Congress or the House or Supreme Court, to unseal this shit. Go after the people on it. Who cares who gets who gets prison? Who gets that's, in- some big profile names. That's that's the only reason why something like that and those files would be sealed. And then his island had weird photos, you know, like Bush. Someone painted the picture of Bush in the. Oh, that was that was in his in his house. In his house, his that, island. Yeah. We haven't even like we haven't yeah. Okay. Been so there. in his house, the, the feds can't even get like jurisdiction to go and. Like, yeah, it's crazy. They said that there's a burial ground probably in his backyard where they killed the victims after they used them terrible but they like controversial stuff like clinton in a red dress bush playing jenga with airplane paper airplanes again with that foreshadowing right yeah right yeah like what the fuck bro like weird shit and that should be and these are people that he knows right personally so why would you have those like murals of those individuals on your wall occasionally they're probably going to come and visit you at some point and see these paintings are they going to laugh at them? Or I heard Bush it, did see it, that. Is it an I, inside no, I, joke? I heard Clinton or Bush saw his painting and like they of laughed. Course, they of laughed course they laugh about, laugh about you it. You know what I mean? Like, I, But it's just very weird and that he would have something like that. And it's also disturbing that a case like that, given the circumstances of what it entailed, kids being used for like 
sex trafficking was not yeah, not just the uh, organ trafficking afterwards too the, the list goes on and dude, on dude it's like it's like a um, horrible shit it's like squid games that remember that did. scene from squid games you watch squid games mm-hmm. where they were all wearing masks and that one guy was like i think they had people there that they were you know using for some but they he that one guy that fat dude grabbed that the guy in the mask i think he was a cop right mm-hmm. he's like you're gonna be you know me and you gonna have fun that's fucking what was going on, but with little kids, girls, it's right. we're sickening. Boys, girls. Right? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, yeah, both. Like, why isn't that? But the front, big- Front page news. Why aren't, front why page aren't we talking about that story We barely, we barely, they barely- that's, that's the story of the decade. That's the story of the century, probably, and it's Barely not, covered it barely when covered Epstein it. was alive. alive they barely- Barely cover the Jazane Maxwell. We got we like, got we got Johnny Depp and Amber Heard at the same time. The for a Maxwell, month for a month. No one gave it. I could care less about Johnny <laughs> Depp and Amber Heard shitting on his pillow. I did not want to hear about that. I wanted to hear about what was going. I on read with I read Maxwell. one page of what was going on with that, and I was like, "Damn, she's a crazy." But people get so sensationalized with celebrities that they forget that there's a, a bigger story that's going on that involves like something so evil that it's unfathomable to think about and we just like ate up Johnny and that Depp was and amber heard we just wanted well not we i didn't like i didn't my, you know what amy watched it and so i kind of like was like watching like i watched the dude the, the one of the psychologists do that the whole lip thing second, like the, that guy yeah, that yeah. did that and when um i when, watched the memes is when the guy from one of these uh social media pages uh tmz or something and he was like he got the her lawyers were like, well, you can say you got your five minutes of fame, and then he, you know, he said some crazy slick shit, and the whole courtroom went crazy. You know, I actually bought a shirt because this was pretty funny. With uh, his Johnny Depp on the on the front, and he goes, and they, the 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 lawyers were questioning him about the wine. You know, the, you know, did you drink the wine? And and he goes, well, but were you there? <laughs> I bought that shirt that has it. It says, were you there? I can't wait to wear it. Like it's an awesome shirt. But during that whole month and change of Amber Heard, you know, Amber Turd and Johnny Depp, that was a distraction. When there was something bigger. 100%. That, 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 it's like a, no one needs to hear about their like marriage or their case. It doesn't need to be televised. Yeah. They didn't need to be cameras. What should have been televised was the Glazane Maxwell case. Right. But they, they, they needed to give you a case. So they gave you one, not the one that, you know, they didn't yeah. want you to hear about. The, the fascination with celebrities and what goes on. Like when, when I feel like a lot of people don't even know that those two cases were going on simultaneously. Right, you know what we got? We got sketches of Jelaine Maxwell sitting in court. That's what we got. We got sketches of that case. We didn't get sketch. We got we got full on like Amber Heard lying, yeah. <laughs> sitting there, yeah. Johnny Depp making faces, shaking his head, like just wild giggling. But we got know, video. You know, you know what's like, crazy? With that court case, we didn't get any video. They sentenced her. You you heard the sentence? Twenty years or whatever it was. I don't even think it was for life. It was like twenty years. She'll get twenty. She'll be out. Yeah, she'll be out. She'll be out before twenty. And the very next day, back to whatever was on the news. Not, not even her. That was it. It was over and done with. To this day, it's over and done with. You don't hear. You don't hear anything about it no more. Mm-hmm. It's a major, major distraction. Distractions. They pick and choose what they want to report on. And no one can say that it's a conspiracy anymore because she literally is in prison for trafficking children. Yeah, she you did. Know? But what people are going to probably speculate and say that, oh, it's a conspiracy about like who's on that list and we don't know. Well, why don't we know? You don't want to find out. And like 
uh, Jimmy Kimmel recently got a lot of slack and they said, Hey, tell me you're not, tell me you were, uh, tell me you were on Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein's oh, yeah. flight log without telling me you were on Jeffrey Epstein's flight log. Because he said something along the lines is, why does everyone want to know that flight log no, for? He, he wanted to know why. Uh, he, he said that, um, that, uh, what's this guy's name? The football player? Aaron Rodgers. He said that Aaron Rodgers was a tinfoil, tinfoil hat wearing kind of guy. Yeah, because he said he wanted to know, who's, wanted on, to know yeah. who's on the Jeffrey Epstein flight list. But like. Uh, I, I think kind of everybody wants to I want to know. Yeah, I want to know. know. Like, like, it'd be interesting to know who's a pedophile in this country and who isn't. You and remember who he was before he got this show and he became Mr. Softy. He was on The Man Show with uh, Adam Carolla. I didn't even know that. He Yeah, he was on The Man Show on Comedy Central with Adam Carolla and, and Jimmy Kimmel. And they were doing some like, you know, back then it was fine, but they were doing things that were really like degrading to women, mm. you know? Stuff that if, if it gets Stuff resurfaced, to, he'll be canceled. But that's the thing. It resurfaced. There was a video a couple of weeks ago of him like bending over, watching a girl over. But the she, powers that be don't populate it, so it, it won't go anywhere. You know what I mean? The video's out there. It's him, a girl looking at the water, and she was bending down, and he was like doing hand gestures behind her. It surfaced. It's not, he's not, nothing's happening because he is perpetuating what one side of the media and the news and his co- his news company NBC wherever he's on he's playing he's playing nice he's playing he's the he's the Neil deGrasse Tyson right right <laughs> of of that of, of, of that of, category right right that's exactly what he is and the video surfaced just like you know I like Robert Downey Jr. but when he was in that movie what was it uh where he played he he played the black dude oh Tropic Thunder yeah Tropic Thunder he. He ain't going nowhere. People love him as an Yeah, but that was a... See, that's what that's what people don't understand about that movie. Like, if you've never seen the movie, it's a movie within a movie. They're actually filming a movie in that movie. And it's the irony of it. And, and it's it's funny that there's a, a, a white male playing blackface and he gets slack in that movie for playing blackface in the, in the fake movie that they're filming in the movie. Topic Thunder is a comedy. Yeah. People don't know that it's a comedy, but they're like, they wanted to try to cancel Robert Downey Jr. over something that was scripted as comedic movie within a movie to show how terrible that doing that was. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we're going to take another um, one more momentary pause and we'll be right back. And we're back, and this is the uh, going to be our last segment. This one's a long one, dude. This might be, yeah. This is actually the longest episode we've done so far, because <laughs> um, it's a lot to talk about. But we were talking about how uh, the Glazane Maxwell cases are not really talked about. Jimmy Kimmel is. We talk about Jimmy Kimmel how he's um, he's basically like an icon to what those news outlets and those shows are using him because right. <clears throat> Jimmy Kimmel talks about. You know, certain people being bad, and they love that. Like, oh, Trump's bad, and um, you know, Billy Carson's bad, and Billy from the Say What Again Billy podcast is bad because he talked about Jeffrey Epstein, and I went there. You know, like shit like that. Like he's that guy, right? You know what I mean? He's their go-to guy, and he inadvertently, let's say he didn't even, and people he, watch him. Let's say he didn't even know Jeffrey Epstein. I don't, I don't know whether he did or didn't. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um. So. Let's say he didn't, for argument's sake, he made himself that that guy, that meme. Like, why are you defending this so hard? It's kind of like, you know, like false admission. First, you, you mentioned know? Aaron Rodgers, and this is the reason why he said that, because Aaron Rodgers wanted to know what's like. Aaron Rodgers became public enemy number one. Do you know why he became public enemy number one in the last year and change? Shoot. 
COVID. Oh, that's right. You forgot that, right? Oh, yeah, I forgot. The that. almighty co- I'm not getting I'm not the getting vaccine. the vaccine. He still didn't get it. He's still playing. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> yeah. I'm not he said I'm not getting the vaccine. And everyone started there's a guy I listen to um on the mornings on Saturdays when I'm going to work on WFAN because I I tune in WFAN every morning. Um he has a show on Saturday. Um I don't know, it was like Richard Neer or someone like that. And you could tell right off the bat what political side he's on. And I don't like Aaron Rodgers. When Aaron Rodgers said what he said about not taking the shot, and, and he was like, I don't know if I like Aaron Rodgers. Now he still talks about him on Saturdays when I listen to him. I don't know if the Jets want him. You know, he comes with, uh, you know, he's a great quarterback and he's going to be an all, uh, a Hall of Famer, but, you know, he comes with a lot of baggage. Like, what's the baggage? Yeah. That he said he's not getting the vaccine? See, this all started. Here's, here's the problem with extremism. And I don't think people didn't realize that they were being extreme when COVID came out because there's misinformation, right? People thought that they were going to get the vaccine and that they were protecting others, that they were protecting their parents and their grandparents from and themselves. getting this COVID vaccine or from getting COVID. But it turns out there are many variants of COVID. You're still going to get, contract, and spread COVID. That's been proven for a long time. That information was suppressed because they they had there's no foothold if that information is not suppressed, right? They're they're not going to get people to take the vaccine if it turns out that they're still going to get COVID when they get the vaccine. Do you have a higher chance of surviving COVID if you get the vaccine and you're elderly? Probably. I I don't know. I'm not probably, you know, but there's I'm statistical facts that say that people still died. Are, yes, people are still dying. Oscar De La Hoya, right? Didn't he get the vaccine and end up in the hospital like almost dead? Right, right. Was it him? I think it was. But no, I mean, if you look at the numbers now, and this is statistical, I'm not going to be. We're not going to be flagged for saying this now. Um, now the majority of COVID deaths are made up by people who are vaccinated, mm-hmm. and you can go on and say. Well, hey, more people in the country are vaccinated than non-vaccinated, so that makes sense. And that's not actually the case because only about, uh, I could be wrong, but I got to look it up, but I I would say less than 70% of the country's vaccinated. So you still have a large number of the country that's vaccinated, not to mention the people who are, and I won't say anybody personal, but I know people who are quote unquote vaccinated, like in the eyes of the government, in the eyes of, you know, whatever database they're in, but they're not. Uh, so how many people in America went to their doctors, paid X amount of dollars to not get the shot? Yeah, I can imagine a lot of people it, it's that. It's I, immense. The because number. the amount of so money the that they of, can make, the right. doctors are like, hey, I'll give you X amount of money just to put this in. They so, probably did. They got, they people. there's reports and news reports of people doing that. Right. You know what I mean? So of course, but at the end of the day too, People in the beginning, don't forget people like Joe Biden, Rachel Maddow, even Donald Trump himself saying, you take the shot, you're not going to get it. Fauci said it. And then how long did it- They were so sure. Yeah. And how long long did it it take for them to flip-flop? Well, we have the breakout cases. This is an argument I got into one of my friends. I said, look, people are still getting COVID. Well, it's a breakthrough case. It's a breakthrough case. I'm like, okay. And I've said this- It's a new variant. Right. You know, and we know that now. But I I mean, I, I said this so many times on episodes, right? And even with my, my friend, he goes, it's a breakthrough case. It's going to happen. It happens with flu. I was like, all right, well, cool. Well, let's see what happens. Eventually, breakthrough case turned into, well, you'll get COVID, but you won't get put in the hospital. You won't get it as bad. Well, you know why? It turns out a lot of my friends who got fucking three shots, four shots or whatever, 
still got it bad. Like they got it almost as bad as the first time they got it. It's like they flip flop so much, and now it turns out year, uh, you know, years later, via Twitter and a new owner, that all the truth came out, and conveniently, Fauci, you know, retired from his uh, head chief of of you know disease for the United States. You know, and now someone else is in. You don't hear about COVID no more. Like literally, COVID is no more. And now even jobs and companies and 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 schools are not requiring you to get the vac the vaccine no more. When just like two years ago, you couldn't eat at a New York City restaurant without being vaccinated, which right. was mind boggling, mind boggling, like crazy that that was a thing. But hey, you can eat outside inside of a thing that was built outside, but you can eat inside. You know, <laughs> right. you don't have to they wear. They created an inside outside. Yeah. Now, now that's okay. Yeah. You you know, if you sit down and take your mask off, COVID's not going to get you. But if you stand up and go to the bathroom, you got to put your mask yeah, on. It's no, so no fucking stupid. You know what I mean? But you can't say it. You can't say it was. Well, now you can. You just, I mean, you can, but. But it was people, stupid. People will still shun you for saying it. Yeah. Well, well you know what? It was stupid. It you was. know what? It was retarded. There wasn't much The logic protective glass at the grocery store. Is going to stop you from giving COVID to the cashier. It's going to stop the cashier from giving you COVID. But she's scanning every item, putting it in the bag for you while she's touching it with her plastic gloves that have touched every other bag in that store from exactly. every other person. <laughs> you fucking idiots. Like, come on. Like, that just, the whole thing was comedical. That's why South Park it's did cross, so well. Cross-contamination. Yeah, yeah like South Park, South Park, just Park, South Park killed. killed the whole COVID thing in a two-part, uh, basically, movie. Like, legitimately killed it. Like, crushed it with the comedy. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. You know, what are you looking up? Over? I, I actually did look it up. And it is it is a statistical fact that uh, vaccinated individuals make up and represent the most COVID deaths right now. Yeah. And there's a whole article on it. This is too much to get into right now. But. It, dude, you know, and, you know, my aunt's a doctor and I asked her about the whole COVID stuff and she's like, you got to get the vaccine. And, and we've had arguments because she's a doctor and she saw the worst, you know, the worst of COVID, obviously. It says 79% of adults have completed the, the their um, full COVID vaccination. Oh. So if, if 70, let's just say 79% of adults in the United States, there's a lot more people than just adults in the United States. Did you like kids? Did, did and, you see the report about kids recently? I haven't. Oh. They were like, you got to get kids vaccinated. First off, kids in the beginning didn't get it, right? They didn't get COVID for some reason. And then, you know, a couple of kids did get it, you know, young, fairly young, whatever, but it was very rare. And then they were like trying to push for vaccines on kids. Like, right. I remember listening to kids were getting like um, the only side effect they got were like rashes in the very beginning. Yeah. Right? So then they were trying to push for kids to get the vaccine, right? Like literally a couple of weeks ago, it says, turns out kids may not need the COVID vaccine. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Like you were going to... That was on MSNBC. You were going to... Yeah. You were going to put this unknown thing because it really is unknown. I have a friend, the same friend that I argued with in the past. Like I said, I don't talk to him about it no more because I don't want to get into arguments. It's not It's not worth a friendship. You know, it's not. At one point, it's just not worth losing a friend over stupid arguments. Because right. arguments, these like, these talks can turn into, you know, fucking friendship enders. It's right. happened with a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people ended friendships. On, I mean, everyone during COVID was kind of like defriending when people had nothing to do. They're sitting at home for a whole year straight. You're getting into political arguments, debates about what's going on in the world and you're cursing one another out. You're, that's why I chose not to like engage at all on social media during the whole pandemic because I was like, there's too many varying opinions and people get animated and upset. I was talking to him about like, what if they, you know, make my daughter take this? And he's like, well, okay, all schools require vaccines. It's like, but this is a new thing. He's like, no, it's not new. 
they they were working on this before, so they just altered certain things. I'm like, but it's not new. If you have to alter something that quick, how do you know what's going to happen? So thankfully, I I didn't get my daughter, you know, to 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 have it like that. You know what I mean? And she doesn't have it. I didn't, you know, her school doesn't have her to have it. But at the end of the day, it's like this report just came out. Like if you put that shit in your kid, what are the side effects going to be? Because that's one thing they're not talking about. Right, there's side no effects. 10 year study. There's no five year study. It's still it was new. so quick. You don't know, man. Yeah. Like the flu vaccine was was made, and even to today, they took the Johnson and Johnson one off the market, and no one really talks about that so yeah. much because it, it it hurt people. Let's yeah. be real; like it caused blood clots in a, in a lot more people than previously thought. It caused a lot of blood clots that even sometimes led to death. Yeah, right. And they they don't they're not talking about um the 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 documentary um died suddenly. You go on Google. Yeah, they say it's like it's it's misinformation. I it's, even, a, it's I haven't it, seen it. It's like, a it's a movie. Like, dude, you you're these are the same people that told you the misinformation about masks, about the vaccines working, like all that stuff. Like, dude, like everything came real. So how could you argue with someone that said this stuff before it even came about, and now like years later came back? Like, what's your excuse? If you were one of those people that were rebuttaling me, like, what's your excuse now? Yeah, now there's no. Then what's your excuse? Like, I can, told you this was going to happen. Concede to new information, you know. Like when when it's you know convenient to concede to new information. I had I had an outing with my aunt. You know, she was seeing people die because she was a doctor. She was talking about I fifteen year old came in and he's on a respirator now. You know what I mean? Like, but now like I want to ask her like, look at all this stuff coming out now. You know, do you have a change of heart? You you know what I mean? Like, do you have a change of heart of what I asked you? Like, do you still think? That kids need to get it, like crazy stuff, man. I think when you're in, in immersed in in a specific environment for a very long period of time, you can get caught up in in your microcosm so much so that it's hard to see the scope outside of your world, right? For instance, if you're in a bad neighborhood and all you see is crime, 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 you're gonna think that. Or let's just say you're in you're in LA. You're gonna think that this one specific demographic of people are the criminals, and blah, blah, blah. but like that's not the case. That's just the case in that small little area. But now your mind is 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 automatically gonna associate crime with said individuals because you're seeing it through one scope. Now, when you branch out, you say, oh, there's other individuals that are you know. They're educated and they have homes and they're, they're normal people and, and they're not criminals. Now it conflicts with what you know, but you still have that stigma in the back of your mind about said individuals. That's the same thing with like doctors and, and COVID is, is that they're in this microcosmic bubble of death, 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 and, and they're seeing it a lot, but they're seeing it in, in the percentage of America that is very ill to begin with. You know, and, and the common cold could take out a lot of these people. But there is this perpetuated fear of what COVID can do to you. Do you? And they be, they wholeheartedly believe think, it because yeah. they're seeing it, right? It's, I agree with that. It's like the self fulfillment prophecy. Like, oh, you see that they got COVID. They're sick. They're dying. They're. Do you remember the like, year? What are the circumstances of that person? Do you remember the year? Um, I, I want to say 2014, 15, where like the flu was killing like a lot of people like they were like this is the worst flu we've ever seen uh i think it was like the uh, the swine h1n1 no i, I don't that, i don't think H1N1? it wasn't the swine it was like regular flu these vaccines have been out 
you know, and the flu mutated. And they're still pushing the flu vaccine. Like when when we don't even know that this flu vaccine is working because yeah. now we I mean, had- the, the CDC said that they're, the flu vaccine has 30% efficacy, meaning like if you get the flu, if you get the flu vaccine, you're only 30% protected against See my, strains my, out there. My whole thing is all these conspiracy theorists that told told you people all this stuff about COVID and then it ended up being true. You don't want to admit to it, fine. But aren't you mad at the people that told you in the beginning that if you get it, it would end it? And then if you got it, you would keep you out of the hospital? Right. And then you're in the hospital. Like, what's your... But like, you know why things are conspiracy? Because The people, media did that, too. The media. And, but people aren't educated enough on specific topics to know how things work. If you ask the average person how a virus works, they don't know. So those you can easily manipulate people on a specific topic because they're not experts on it. So they're going to listen to the experts. And if the experts are lying, who do you, who do they really have? How to could you to? even, you know, it's crazy too, is how could you even like that doctor I mentioned? And what's earlier, crazy is you don't know what experts are lying or not anymore because you have someone like, uh, YouTube, Dr. Dr. Robert Malone, who was on Joe Rogan's podcast and they deleted the whole podcast. Like, well, they didn't Joe, delete it. They didn't. It's it's not on Instagram. It's not on YouTube anymore. I tried to look. No, it up. it's not on YouTube. It's on Spotify. Yeah, you can get it on Spotify. Spotify got caught slack because they were like talking stuff about Joe Rogan. They were like, "You got to take him off." He was, they were trying to cancel Joe Rogan when he had that. When he had Doctor Malone and, and right. the other doctor on. Because you, how is it? How but, is it that we're going to sit here and we're going to argue as normal individuals? And he he helped build creates, this shit. Right, right. And. To this day, he tries to talk about he works in hospitals and stuff like they allow him to still actively work and research things. But anything with COVID, they won't hear him out and they won't let him work on everything else he can work on except COVID. He they went after Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan had an X on his chest because of him interviewing two doctors. I forgot the other doctor, but it was Dr. Malone and um, there was another doctor. And both of them were talking about, you know, what can happen with the vaccine and this, this, and that with the spike protein and mRNA and all this stuff. And they were trying to cancel Joe Rogan. It, it's hard to argue those guys because they're like, I, I don't know anything about mRNA. I don't know, but, but let them talk. Like, let, let them let them, let talk. them talk. This is a free country. Exactly. They, they, right. uh, they, they had this um, congressional hearing with the people that were in charge of taking people off Twitter. And this woman was asking one of these ex-workers on Twitter, where did you get your degree? Your medical degree, she goes. The Twitter, uh, you know, former Twitter employee goes. I don't have one. So she's like, so what gave you the right exactly to take an actual doctor off for giving his opinion on something that's going on? And she had no answer. She had no rebuttal. And this is what I'm talking about. Like you were just saying, like people don't know how viruses work. You have to do your yeah, research. How could you do? How could you do research we, if you're not allowing certain doctors right. to talk about their Findings, you know what I mean? Like it's impossible. We we should have a free and open society where people can discern information for themselves instead of treating the population like a bunch of children. Mm-hmm. And this is the only thing that you're allowed to believe, you know. So it, it's it's sad what big tech has 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 done. Yeah, I I don't know, man. It's 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 scary, like the censorship thing and what the media does. But that's the reason we did this episode today because they talk about certain things and they distract us from from things that we should be hearing that are newsworthy, important, you know, pieces that we should be hearing and they talk about other things, you know. Um, that Joe Rogan thing, that hit job on Joe Rogan, that was a thing for like a week. They even yeah. got him for saying something like uh, 
derogatory towards a certain race. And he's a comedian. You know what I'm saying? So comedians are going to say things that are out of the out of ordinary. Out of, you know, right, right. But like he, he went and apologized. And he Spotify apologized. Kept but then he, he like addressed it like he was speaking in context. He was speaking. Yeah, exactly. But what did the media do? They played certain clips right. out of context. And then he played the whole clip to be like, hey, what's going on here? And, you know, he didn't sue. But then he realized, like, it's something that I shouldn't have said, period. Yeah, and now he doesn't anyway. say it. Right, he doesn't right. say it now. It's, but but he's a comedian, dude. Like, of course you're going to say things. Like, you know, I have friends that I say things to that are out of, like, jokingly out of jokes. And then they'll say they'll say the same thing to me. Yeah. Obviously, I can't say it on the podcast, but my friends know that it's out of love and, and joking. But people don't joke no more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, Dave Chappelle, he went from being the funniest comedian in the world that everyone loved him. Now no one now, now now he lost half his 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 following. They were trying to cancel him for Netflix yeah. because of just the jokes and the things he was saying, which had truth to it. So Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan, you know, look at Roseanne Barr, Adam yeah, Carolla. We're, we're getting to a point where like censorship. It's what is allowed. Censorship is so extreme in the U.S. that we're we're getting away from the values of a free society. There's always going to be those outliers and those people who want to say wild outlandish things the majority of the population is not going to go in favor of people saying evil hateful things but in the context of comedy right like sometimes you just got to learn to take a joke like comedy we're we're not going to have comedy anymore comedy is meant to be funny people can't express themselves or people can't can't borderline offend somebody else because that's what comedy is. We're, we're laughing at the misfortunes and the, and if the, you go to a comedy show to laugh, you have to also go in there to know that you're not going to get offended. Right. You have to go on open-minded. You have to go in open-minded. Like there's a show that I, um, we have a contract with on Broadway and it's, uh, the book of Mormon, the guys, the South. South South writers. And uh, for years I've been, I've been there a while. It's just seeing people, Walk. I work on multiple shows, but I've been seeing people walk out of that show, stormed out, completely mad. This is ridiculous. It's like, but you had to read what you were getting into in the first place before you bought tickets to that show. You know, you, know, you have to do research on what South Park is about. You know, and the the, the crazy the comedy that what what are these two guys, Trey Parker and Matt Stone? Yeah, they put out that they they're 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 making fun of the world. You Think of the first that. movie they did. You know, like it basket, how, uh, basketball. No, like their first. I mean, I'm referring to the first South Park movie they made. Oh, the South Park. You know, movie. where, you know, they had these little kids cursing and Canadians, Terrence and Philip were they getting killed by things, right? offensive things. But it was like okay back then. Like we've gotten to this, we're soft now. You know, like literally, he had Eric Cartman in a movie, like say, "Sack my buzz, Mister Garrison." You know, like like. You know, it's, and it's dystopian because we can't laugh at, at certain things anymore. Sometimes you just want to just laugh at things, just to it's, laugh. It's not that you not that you agree with it or that you're. And you what, I'm not even going to get into it. I'll just kind of kind of say it, and you'll probably get the gist of what I'm saying. Comedy isn't normal anymore, but they're trying to normalize other things. Mm-hmm. Fucking weird, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Like weird shit. And and, and I'll end with this too, like. It's a big distraction. Did you, did you, it was, this is something that's pretty crazy. And he issued an apology, but did you see like the Dalai Lama, what he did today? Oh, I saw. Yeah. yeah. What is going on, bro? But I, I also, 
I also saw something, and this is a, it's probably a tradition that has to die. I also saw that that was a tradition. That's an old Tibetan tradition that stems back like thousands of years. And it means like, when you get a chance, just Google that tradition and then like, the, and, and Tibetans that they do that. And it's a weird thing. It's super, super weird. I mean, I know that it's something that they have to get away from and, and not do that tradition. Especially nowadays all, with period. everything. Cause like what he did. And in the stature of of popularity that he's in, because right. he's the Dalai Lama, with everything going on with like, you know, kids today, and even touching on the Epstein thing, he should have known. Like, I know he's out of touch with maybe the internet because right. he just sits you, in a temple. You have all to day. know that there's like, especially when you're like, a, he's not a. What would you call him? He's not a political figure. He's, he's not a political, but he's a he's a person of stature high stature right, right. So, it was like the- so like he you know i don't know if he has a phone he's a monk see, yeah, right yeah. he's like he probably sits in a temple all day and he's equivalent know. to the pope right yeah and, and but even the pope knows what's going on like you you, you just you have to be careful of of uh cultural sh- shock especially when you're you know visiting other countries and doing things on i just gotta television. say man like when you're in the spotlight and you're a celebrity unfortunately you have to watch and 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 watch and and keep your mindful of what you say because anything you say and and do will will come back to haunt you. And even this BS with Twitter, where they go back twenty five years and find one sentence that you wrote, right. like everyone was a kid, and at some point when you're a kid, you say something stupid, you do something stupid, that shouldn't reflect on the person you are today. Like I was going through a phase where I was on Facebook and. You know, I had broken up with a girl that I really liked. And then girls became public enemy number one to me. And I was like, girls suck, you know, on Facebook. So now is someone going to find that? And I become popular one day and say, you said girls suck. That's sexist. You know, fucking 45 years later. Like what? Like are you? Opinions change in 45 years. Yeah. Like, dude, what? Like, you know, you you can't hold anything. But they can't hold people accountable for what they say. 100%. But it's crazy though, because. Like I it's, said, it's hard to go back and cancel somebody over something they said that was like 15. But they years did ago. it. They did it to the guy on the Flash who ago. played Robert Digby or the elongated man on the Flash. They did it yeah, immediately to, to Roseanne Barr because she said something about somebody on. But also, uh, cancel culture is part of the distraction lore that is being perpetuated through mainstream media. They, when you cancel somebody or somebody's getting scrutiny for something that they did, it makes news. It's it's the sensationalization of celebrities that we talk about that they use to censor you from other things, more pertinent things that are going on in the world. Like we should know about foreign policy. We should know what's going on with our currency. We should know what's happening with the stock market. We should know how inflation is going to affect the everyday purchases that we make. And Americans don't know those things. They don't know those things because they're sensationalized with bullshit stories of cancel culture. And, and not just cancel the culture. The things that they that we should know starts with also school. And there's a big controversy in school. I ain't touching that one with a 10-foot pole dog. But to say this, in school, there's things that we should be learning. Like I learned about photosynthesis and other things that are going to be irrelevant to me growing older. And when I hit my first day of college, I didn't know what the fuck a syllabus was because I wasn't taught what a syllabus was. And I didn't have like my first three homework assignments in college because I didn't know what the syllabus was. Meanwhile, the syllabus is what's telling me when things were going to be done. You know, I had to learn how to do my taxes from my mother who was financially good with finances because my school 
from eighth grade to senior year of high school didn't teach me how to do taxes. But they're teaching other things. Right. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. But Joey, this was a hell of an episode. And um, we have to come to a close now because we're, we're exceeding like two hours now. And uh, I don't know me, who's going to listen to this, but it might. <laughs> me, me, yeah. People might listen, you know, but they may not even, you know, I might lose followers this episode, but I, I will make this statement before I close out. What I talk about is relevant to what's actually going on. And I don't take sides. I really don't. People may perceive I take sides, but I, I follow with what I feel is right. And facts that are actual facts. And, you know, you may disagree with me with COVID, but you know what? What I had said in other episodes and what I said years years ago, you know, if you take the time to look, like I always say, on episodes like this and look to the left and look to the middle and look to the right and formulate your own opinion, you'll see that a lot of things that Joey and I spoke about today are factual. And the beginning of the episode tells you to refer to cdc.gov and you may do that. But, you know, I only get to a political point when it's affiliated with an episode. And this episode was about distractions and things we should be looking into. And everything we said today, granted some things were opinionated, a lot of it was factual. You can go on Newsmax. You can go on Fox, CNN, MSNBC. You can go on the Weather Channel that has political news and look it up for yourself. So at the end of the day... Take the time, and I reiterate this, and I say this on a lot of episodes, take the time to do your own research. Go to the left, go to the right, and come to the middle and formulate what you found. And that's how you'll get your answer. And we had a discussion today that was on a subject and things that were said needed to be said. You agree? Yeah, I agree, for sure. You know? I don't think we said anything too. Egregious. No, I don't think so. I think this is. I think was, this uh, is actually like a lot of like conspiratorial. There was nothing really that we said yeah, that was conspiratorial. I agree. It's, it's just things that are actually like taking place now. Things that are you are you're able to say now that you weren't able to say back then, and that goes that goes on a lot in the media these days. And that's kind of the premise of the episode too. You know, it, it coincides with distraction. Like you know, things that were said years ago were were being shut down, and we were being pushed something else to look at. Right. And now, you know, here we are. But if you want to follow me on Instagram, SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. And this two hour long episode with Joey Ayala was brought to you by Spotify for Podcasters, formerly known as Anchor. Spotify for Podcasters is a free platform that allows you to get your podcasting ideas out there. If you have a phone, tablet, or computer, you can download Spotify for Podcasters and formulate your own podcast and get your idea out there just like we are doing right now on the Say What Again Billy podcast. Joey, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, next week, we got we to gotta come up with an episode for next week. I think I have a couple of ideas for next week. But at the end of the month, we're going to be doing a paranormal episode. Joey's finally going to dabble in the paranormal. Let's, uh, let's get it. Shadow With his people. wife, stay, a special stay, guest. Stay tuned for uh, the shadow people and special guest, my wife. Yeah, your wife is going to be the first time I've ever had three people on at once. There we go. So that's going to be pretty cool to hear stories like that. So this has been another episode for the Say What Again Billy podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, SWAB underscore podcast. You can go listen to the Say What Again Billy podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Breaker, and many other outlets. So follow along and listen. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.